Welcome to In the Lap of the Pods Queen podcast with Paul, Joe and myself, David. We have reached Queen's 12th album, A Kind of Magic, and uh, I can't believe we're actually our 12th podcast, actually, it's, it's actually flew in. Um, I think we've been doing this since May, is it? Aye, yeah, I right. think it was. Yeah, can I maybe maybe a couple of weeks into lockdown or something like that? Ah, yeah, two or three long, weeks yeah. in or something. Yeah, like that. yeah it might have been. Big thanks to to Sonic Volcano for for hooking us up with the actual original soundtrack. So this was a soundtrack for for the Highlander movie that was never released. Um, it was put together but never actually actually put out. Really good timing because we managed to get a good listen to it before <laughs> before doing this podcast. So that's really really cool. Just thanks, everybody, as usual. Really, really cool. And, uh, yeah, we're going to keep it going. And as we said, we're throwing about some ideas about um, podcasts in the future. And one particular idea we've got, which may actually involve you listeners out there that may want to contribute to, to one of the podcasts we're thinking about. So um, so stay tuned. And, uh, yeah, so let's crack on. Let's talk about A Kind of Magic then. So the album itself came out on the 2nd of June, 1986. And apparently it was the first Queen album to be recorded digitally. I want to correct a mistake I made on uh, the game podcast um, because I said that One Vision was the last song that Mac was involved in. And it wasn't until I was actually looking at the, the vinyl for my vinyl for that kind of magic that I realised Mac's actually involved in a lot more songs on this than I actually realised. Oh, really? So, um, <laughs> so, um, so David Richards, um, so for, from memory, it was One Vision... Friends will be friends. One year of love. Pain is so close to pleasure. And the David Richard songs were a kind of magic. Uh, who wants to love forever? Give me the prize. Don't stop. Don't stop me now. Don't, don't lose don't your head. And <laughs> Princess Universe. So, uh, we watch all the good head. ones in. Well, yeah. Well, so, well, decent oh, ones. We better just finish the podcast now. Uh, just we'll play, we'll play the whole awesome. early. <laughs> <laughs> Thank but you. Yeah, no. So anyway, so Mac was wasn't was more involved than I than I thought. Um, so a wee connection. So as you'll know, we've, we've sort of mentioned it already that this, you know, a lot of these songs were written for the Highlander movie that um, I'm sure a lot of you listeners out there will have seen. Uh, I want we're going to talk about Highlander actually. We're going to take a wee break maybe in the middle. And we'll have a wee chat about the movie itself and and maybe how the how the the music itself lines up with the with uh, the scenes in the movie as well. So yeah, the album itself came out and it, it was a big success. Not a massive surprise given that you know the year before they played Live Aid and you know the Queen albums entered into the charts again after that performance and everyone was really wanting Queen in their lives at that point and. Uh, so they definitely were riding on the success of Live Aid. You know, they played, you know, two shows at Wembley. I think they, it was only, they, they could have made that a third or a fourth, um, but there was other reasons why they couldn't. So there was this, there's a lot of people want to see them on this tour. And I think it was largely because of Live Aid. Um, I do not think they would have been able to play Nebworth in, in the, those stadium dates. Had they not even done Live Aid. So I think Live Aid really, really, and raised their stock massively. Um, for for good or bad, you you know we're not going to get into the debate about you know a charity gig, you know, making you loads of money. That's like that's that's a debate for another time. We're not going to have it here, but um, it certainly had its impact. And uh, yeah, I, I think gents, just, just I don't I don't want to talk about the tour um, because we we don't do this on this podcast. Maybe in future ones we'll maybe do that. But 
such a disappointing set list on this tour, do you not think, gents? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Plenty yeah, of the, plenty of the greatest great, hits crowd. Yeah, yeah. greatest hits, yeah. yeah. No no deep cuts, just, you know, uh, yeah. playing to, you know, they're, they're not playing to Queen fans, they're playing to people who got into them from Live Aid. I also say as well, they, they watered down their sound live so much in that tour. I mean, so I think even even the, even the set itself, you know, because it, you know, it starts off with one vision, as you'd expect, you know, the opening of the album. And then, I, uh, is it Seven Seas of Rye right after that? I can't remember the order anyway. It's like a medley, think, isn't it? It's like a I medley. think it was, yeah, Seven Seas of yeah, Rye. Yeah, Seven Seas of Rye in the lap yeah. of the gods, um, Tear It Up, and then you've got the, you know, before Tear It Up, it's the Brian teases with the, the liar riff. Yeah, that's right. So probably if you're if you're you're not aware of the set list, and you're, you're so this is pretty cool. Thinking, right? Oh, this has got to be yeah. brilliant. I've got to, I've got to, so it's really disappointing because at the start, they're really, it's almost like, do you know what? There's your, we'll get there's this your, now. there's yeah. your, your classic. Out the way. And, uh, the you know, and then they just and, jump into the, all, yeah. all the singles after that, and it's just so. And then, and then they do a rock and roll medley as well, and you're like, you, you, you know. could have been playing liar or something, you know? And yeah. I, I think that's yeah. it. Look, look. Look, for the listeners out there, like this, this has maybe started off a bit ranting, a bit kind of moaning and all that, but yeah, just <laughs> thought, thought we'd talk about the tour, but because it's the first time that you'd look at a Queen set list, if you're a certain type of fan, if you're a fan that loves the singles and that's, that's your moral den, you're going to love Wembley and you're going to love that tour. It's just not really for us because, you know, yeah. there's there's much better songs. Um, I put that against up. Live Killers, it's been laughable, man. Exactly, man. I think you've probably got an over I, I, rather than come to is each individually to talk about a kind of magic and you know in terms of you know summing up at the start or, or you know giving our thoughts it's quite obvious what we're feeling about the album as, as a collective unit here so what we'll do is we'll just dive into the tracks um, rather than <laughs> rather than just hear us hear us moaning about this album again in, in a few sentences but um, but I think we'd all, we'd all agree that, that this is I mean I think the, on, on the works um, what you saw was the you know the band getting their Getting, getting their credibility back a little bit and their creative, creative juices flowing again a little bit, albeit in that kind of pop framework, you know. But, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, if, if the works had came right after uh, the game, it would have made total sense. You know, you can see you can see those two albums go, ah, yeah, that's that's a natural progression from the game or not a progression, whatever way you want to look at it. But it, mm-hmm. it, it would fit as the, the fallen album, you know. It's not that far removed. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. when we get to this one, it does feel a wee bit like, yeah, patchy. Yeah, there's, patchy. There's, yeah, it's patchy, and I think I think they are really, really polishing things. And I'm probably going to contradict myself because a lot of the production on this, the from David Richards, I prefer to Max production, and that's the stuff that's that sounds, you know, sonically, you know, like that, you know, big. Sound I think, and that I think there's a difference, but I think there's a difference between something. Sounding polished and sounding good, you know, you can simply yeah. something that sounds massive, that, that sounds That's good, it. but then you get something yeah. like Def Leppard, but it sounds like <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, it's 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 a good point Joe makes that it's been polished to that degree because it's yeah. not. But I it think there's, been a, there's, there's definitely a sanitization of Queen's sound on this this album for me and Aye. probably for you gents as well. Um, but anyway, let's get let's get into it. It's, it's there's, there's there's good moments on this album, and and I think there's 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 at least one great moment on it. At least there's maybe a couple. Yeah. Um, aye, aye, there's two for me. Two for me. Yeah. David, David, this world is only one sweet moment set aside for us. That is mate. That's true. Correct. And this and this album's only got one sweet moment. Two sweet moments. <laughs> two no. sweet moments, mate. Nah, there's a few. There's a few. I think. 
Right. Anyway, let's let's crack in. Right. Let's let's talk about these. Uh, let's talk about these songs. Um, One Vision, uh, first track in the album, as you know, was actually released the year before the album, and they used it on this album. There's an Iron Eagle as well, another one that's part of soundtrack. Joe, step in here, man. This uh, One Vision. So yeah, One Vision. Um, you know, going back and listening to it and stuff like that, it's. Uh, I kind of think it, it was quite an interesting way to open it because it almost sounds like early techno. Um, because you've got the you know the din 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 din, din and then it comes in boom 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 boom. At that at that point, I don't think techno was really a thing. I know there was like early electronic music, but see that certainly boom, house nor that was a thing. Yeah. You know, about that house, time, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't know if it. I don't yeah. know if it. But it, to me, it sounds like techno. Because it's getting a boom, boom bass drum, you know, and I thought it was quite interesting. Obviously, you know, when you when you think about it, because it's kind of it's kind of leading you in a little bit with a false sense of security. Obviously, I know that you guys have said that the song was released a year previous, so you know it's not going to be like a massive surprise because people have, have already already have heard it. But if, for talking sakes, if somebody hadn't heard it, if you're putting this on, you would probably be like, "What the, what the fuck is going on here, man? It sounds like it's going to hand me more hot space dance, kind of." Mm-hmm. type stuff and then you know then obviously da, 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 the guitar comes in and stuff like that and again a good, really really good riff man but the production just is weak as the guitars are so low in the mix man and it's a really good riff and it's buried it's buried in bass the fucking bass guitar is louder than, in this song than the, the actual guitars Um you know and it's a shame because it's, it's, it's you know it's a great song and stuff like that Um so there's that element of it, and it's just that, uh, you know, uh, Freddie's vocals, again, you know, we, we talked about um, Hammer to Fall and being quite muffled. I, I think they're the same in this as well, man. They, mm-hmm. they just seem like they're, they're quite muffled and they're not, you know, compared to later on tracks in the album where Freddie's voice is fucking right, right in your face, it's like there's a clear, you know, lack of uh, engineering chops, you know, between Mac and David Richards, you know what I mean? It, it, it's it's pl- clear to see, but um, but on the positive side, I suppose is I like uh, I like Roger and what he's doing on the drums. He's doing that every time he hits the snare, he's opening he's he's opening the hi hat to give it that kind of sloshier, bigger snare sound and stuff like that, which sounds really really smart. Um, really really good guitar work as well. Do you know what I mean? I mean mm-hmm. as as much as I think that you know the production on the songs really lacking. Um, I think the actual guitar playing is great on it, and obviously, you know, st- the stuff that we're all going to say, you know, Freddie sounds amazing. You know that 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 one line, you know, the look what they've done to my dream. I mean, that's like fucking hairs up the back of your yeah. neck, man. You yeah, know what absolutely. I mean? uh, even with the muffled produ- uh, you know, vocal production on it, his voice is so fucking powerful; it still cuts through. So uh, uh, that bit gives me like goosebumps, man, because it's just the neck rips into that solo and it's dynamite. The, the jungle drumming bits kind of. George of the Jungle, but I mean, it doesn't it doesn't ruin the song or anything. But <laughs> but but yeah, that that's all I've got to say about it. I mean, it, it's a good song. Again, I think it's been let down quite heavily. You know, if it, given the, the if I had the same sound as something like Give Me the Prize, man, that song would have flattened oh, you. Oh, yeah. um, but it just doesn't. So yeah, that's all I've got to say. What about you guys? Yeah, it sounds to me like they have kept all the settings exactly the same from when they recorded Hammer to Fall. Aye, and I've just recorded yeah, this that. this song. It's just that it's the same, exactly the same effect for me as Hammer to Fall. It's a great song, 
well played and all that, but the production is awful. Um, and 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 I would just be going over what Joe Joe just said. You know, it's just muffled. It's you know. I, here's a point. Just to see what you think about this. You know that you were David. You were talking about the success of Live Aid and stuff like that. And obviously the scene. You know, we've, we've, you know, we've, we're back in the conscious consciousness of everybody. You know, it was obviously a great success and stuff like that. Do you think that that was a case of I mean, we're in, we'll do one vision, right? You no, know, we've got all these different types of like you know pop fans, if you like, that I've seen us and our interviews. What would, Brian, usually your distortion's round about seven on that amp. Why why don't we just take it down to four? Just take just keep taking it down. So it's a rock song, but it's like like in pet it's like rock light. Do you know what I mean? I think that's yeah, I mean, it's a, a few. Uh, what do you think? There's, 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 there's a point I was actually going to make kind of similar to that, um, Joe, is, is I think because it was the, the song was credited to Queen and it's not a Brian May song or ah, right, you know, okay, I, get it, yeah. I think there was a lot of compromise and I think that's why the guitars are down in the mix. That's um, a good point, you know, actually, so, actually good so, point. You know, um, and, and, I think because yeah. it was a collective collective effort um that the you know Brian had to concede a wee bit. Um, sorry, Paul, you're going to come in with something there? Hi, no, sorry, Paul, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, man, I was just, I was just going to say Brian's playing on this is top notch and he's playing yeah. on, on this album overall. Is Aye. Uh, thank incredible. God, thank God for Brian being this album, by the way. I, I, I would say, <laughs> you know, he, he's never, you know, in, in his entire career, he's never been bad. But um, I think right about this time, he's at the very peak of his powers. And it's kind of... I, I, a bit like a, the you know the electronic album we never got uh, for the works. Maybe Brian, you know, starting a band, you know, a heavy, a heavy like, metal Queen album like, from start to finish, like like Roger did with the Cross a year later or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, start up a band again. I think the problem with that is you know, I he did some singing, heavy metal. So. It's just that Brian's not got a very strong rock voice. Oh, that's not a rock it. voice. It's no. just a fact. Yeah. It's yep. not. I'm not trying to throw shit about you. Um, I agree but, completely. But I think on on one vision, I think um, I, I I'm, I'm not as harsh, harsh as both of you on this because I haven't listened to this song. Had I not listened to it again recently, I would have probably aligned more with you guys, but I haven't listened to it again. I don't know if it's because I've got a really... My new amp is brilliant, and my new... <laughs> <laughs> good amazing. Oh. So, so I, don't know, I don't know if it's just enhancing it more, you know. But uh, I, I do I do disagree with the, the, the sets for Hammer to Fall. This sounds infinitely better than Hammer to Fall. It might not be quite there production-wise, but... You play those two songs back to back, and you'll hear one vision pounding. Ah, the drum, the, the backing tracks, the drums, yeah, yeah, yeah. the drums, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll that's give you primarily, that. that's primarily yeah. my point. I think it is the drums, Joe. Um, the, and to be fair, the bass is better as well. So, aye, aye. It's They're really, really dialed back. And then I think even when you hear, when you, you know, obviously because you've got that footage of the sessions when they're recording One Vision, which is really cool. I, I love, I love that the footage. Ah, it's great. Aye, it's so excellent. many great, so many great lines for Freddie and. Ah, it's good um, shit. But when you even hear Brian's tone in the studio, it's so weak, weak, man. So it shit. It's so so weak. So I think it's down in the mix, but it's equally as Joe said, it's been dialed back. Definitely. Sounds sounds to me like it's got a chorus, a slight bit of chorus on it as well. Uh, you might be right, Joe. It's got, uh, you know, like uh, just mean? a wee bit it's, of chorus. It's, 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 my mind's here, I when he's when he's just yeah. picking out the chords in the studio. Yeah. You can, aye, yeah, aye, 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 aye. Which would affect how heavy it is because it. I mean, what, what one of the things that that might have affected it, his guitar sound is the fact that he didn't use his own guitar. It was uh, the Guild uh, BHM copy. 
Yeah. Or did they actually did they actually use yeah. that to record it? So that that well certainly the video is using it. So yeah, I, I thought that was a promotional. Uh, I thought that was just a promotional thing to try and sell his guitar. Possibly, but you might be right. You might be right. Um, I, I don't know. See, to be honest it. though, I could I could take the guitar that my first ever guitar that I got for 50, 59 pounds <laughs> for Christmas and yeah, plug and it in and, and dial up the better. distortion and make it sound yeah. better than that. So I, yeah. I threw your park guitar. Amp. Yeah. <laughs> so the guitar yeah. had to a degree will affect it, but but it's a clear clear decision to to dial that back. Whether oh, it's definitely, yeah, yeah, it's been yeah. pressure for the rest of the band on Brian or whether Brian's. You know, thought right, fuck, I'll just do it anyway. Right, I'll save the arguments or whatever. Uh, I, I don't know, but it, I think I agree with you. I, th- I think this is a this is a it's a better song than I thought it was. I haven't listened to it again recently. You know, and I think it's they've done so much better rockers than One Vision, and I think oh, that's definitely. Uh, but I think Fred's vo- Fred's voice is great on it, um, as Joe said, and, and as, as you both said, and I think even in the studio is coming back to that footage when you see him, he's. He's effectively producing that song, you know. Yes, I. Yeah. Freddie's yeah. producing that song, so Freddie. And it makes you wonder it. what other other songs, you know. I think he had a hand well, in all their albums, like a big oh, hand in definitely. them. Definitely, I definitely. I mean, Gaga, as you know, I mean, if Roger pissed off and Holiday, and, and Freddie rearranged it, and right. he did the same with kind of magic. Magic, magic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, like, he likes chopping up Roger's songs and putting them back together. <laughs> 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 it's a good opener, I think. You know, like you know, obviously, as Joe pointed out, I've heard the song like the year before. So it would have been a big, a big surprise. But had we not heard that, it wasn't a single, for example, and that opened up the album and you were saying, Aye, all right, man, that's okay. Right, let's see where it goes next. Aye, at least it's, at least it's got some think, balls to a degree. Yeah, and I, and I think the intro, as Joe said, is, is interesting. It's it's very much of its time, but it, it's, it doesn't sound dated, even though you know... Just not, I, it's not enough to it. It's kind of in the, no, the exactly. background as well. Yeah. And I like the the, car, the 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 vocal effects and all that. Ah, it's cool. Yeah, it. do, do you know what he says at the start? No, I don't. Yeah, I've got it here. Oh, cool. Um, oh, magic, cool. Rod, Roger Taylor in a, a radio interview that he did in, I think it was Canada, and it's right about the time. Um, the, the presenter asked about uh, as a you know because it was relevant at the time as a backwards message you know as a <laughs> yeah it just said it's just some sort of uh, harmonized slowdown uh, tape trickery um, and he says the li- the line is God God works in mysterious ways. So that's what it is, that slow right, down. Right, because you see Fred in the studio roar, doing that bit. He does, yeah. One last thing I'm going to say, and then we're going to move on to another track. You know, we've had conversations off, you know, off, uh, off air about that this uh, McQueen and this period of Queen. This is a continuation of... Uh, Let's save the world, you know. Is this the world we created yeah. on the works? You've got Very one naive. vision... There's another one on this album that's the same, and then you get it again yeah. on the miracle, and you get it to a lesser degree on Innuendo as well. You know, yeah. it's like if you're if you're writing a protest song, you've got guitar, acoustic guitar, and you're writing some protest, and it's it's got feeling and heart, and you know it's coming for the right place. You 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 want to listen to it, as we said before, when you've got multi millionaire saying one this, one that, let's all get you know. So the messaging yeah. in a lot of Queen songs and this condescending, naive, condescending, aye, as well. Mm. Anyway, and, and it's like a that. lot of people say they cast in we we in live aid with a song. Yeah, a lot of yeah, people say they cast in live aid with the message. Literally, you know? I was going to say. I agree. I, I think they did. Uh, barefacedly cashing in yeah. on like a, 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 a huge charity event. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. obvious so, they ran to the studio pretty much from the fucking venue, man. Yeah, to the, end of the studio. Much, 
Paul, I'll let you come in first on this one. Uh, give me the price. Um, this is this is a great track, um, especially you know up to this point. Certainly since probably jazz, Brian hasn't really re- let rip a, a wee mm-hmm. bit on in the Flash Gordon album, perhaps. But I agree, I agree with you. I, I, not yeah. not really any heavy songs at all, and <laughs> you know the, the the beast is is out in this one. Um, just a, just an incredible track, you know. Um, compa- you know, and when you think about what you've heard up to now and all that on the album, yeah, you know, yeah, this is just like this band can still they can still do it. There's still hope for this band. You know, I've, I've you know, I've been a bit despondent up to now. It's picked up a wee bit, maybe with the previous track. Um, well, it certainly picked up a lot with the previous track, but yeah, you're, you're like Queen. The previous still... track, meaning the previous track we've discussed, not Who Wants to Live Forever. Just to clarify that, you're meaning... Oh, no, yeah, Because the very <laughs> some listeners out there are going, are they going to trash you? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no, 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 no. No, no. Who wants to love forever? Yeah. Um, Aye, that's what I meant as well. <laughs> <laughs> the sweat. So, yeah, so you're, you're <laughs> fan who wants to love forever, which we'll talk about. Um, and, then, and then you get this, and it's just like, it's ripping. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Apparently, you know, according to Brian, um, Freddie and John hated this song, but Freddie sings his absolute balls off once more. Um, it, it, his vocal cords must have been bleeding um, mm-hmm. after this, um, and having the ha- again having the do, doing the Flash Gordon thing, having dialogue in that you know just the. You know, if you didn't know what Highlander was, you'd be wanting to go and see it after listening to this track. You know, now you'll die, you know, that kind of stuff. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. The sounds of swords hitting each other and all that. Brilliant, man. I've got, I've got, I've got here, I love the sword solo. <laughs> and, it's, and, it, and it's everything that's great about heavy metal. That's, you know, one of the reasons I love heavy metal is. Absolutely, man. You feel amazing, you know, it, it just lifts you. And, it, and this track does, does that for me. Yeah, great, Amen. Great song. great song. I, I mean, I think that for, for this track, um, I really resented Brian May taking a piss out of your heritage right enough for that bagpipe guitar <laughs> solo, man. <laughs> but, then, but then you find it. Then you find it. I'm only joking because that's half. Actually, really. Like it. That's <laughs> so just cool, I don't. Imagine going to Achille and it was all just stuff like that. Pure, you know, my it was electric guitars. Well, a heavy, heavy metal run rig or something. Aye, that'd be cool, man. It really wouldn't. <laughs> just, just coming on the track. Um, I mean, the, the, the intro solo is fantastic, especially because yeah. it uses a sample. As Paul says, that's the that's the one thing that I'm sure Joe's got to be exactly the same that I picked up on it as well. Is the, the samples out of the movie really raise this song as well? You know? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, absolutely. It, it, well, it's um, it, it gives that that flash vibe. It feels like it feels soundtracky. Yeah, uh, no, I'm yeah. discuss what album we wanted, and you can probably guess what album we wanted. But <laughs> um, so that's really cool. Um, I think um, Freddy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't even find the words to this to, to actually um, to sum up this that that vocal performance. Shouting Fre- as much as Freddy, there's a lot of things that can be said about Freddy. Wasn't he that theatrical when it came to singing? Certainly singing rock songs, he wasn't. No, no it was just, angry. 
because it, 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 it wasn't a, it, it wasn't a heavy metal guy. It was the, no, that no. was the, his culture. Yeah. That was, that wasn't yeah. really what he what he was. So no, well, he was in the early um, days. I'd say. Aye, I mean he was into Zeppelin and ah, he was a heavy, heavy like, metal guy in the early days. Yeah, like, I think yeah, like Jimi Hendrix and stuff. Aye, did go. But metal hadn't really got its. You know, historic side. I don't. Aye, I agree. I don't. There's no way Fred. Aye, there's no way Freddie was keeping up with like Judas Priest or anything like that. He was more into like the the Dungeons and Dragons stuff. Really came in. Came in No, you're right. Aye, late late seventies into the eighties. Aye, aye. But but aye, the the focus. I remember a time going back to another anecdote here. But again, same that same solid rock pub in Glasgow, which I just don't go to anymore because. Again, we asked for a queen sort. We asked for giving me the prize. I think we were, you know, just having a, having a drink, Joe and I, and a few other mates, and and asked them to put giving me the prize on. And of course, they did. They, you know, they, they duly obliged. So, like half an hour later, it came on, and, and I can, nearly I cleared remember. the pub. <laughs> Cause no, it's but I can remember because obviously before that, you probably had, you know a variety of different styles of rock and metal, and probably you know, yeah, you know, the, 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 the full spectrum and all that. And when that came on, when you hear Freddie singing. It almost sounded too much. It was like ah, it's intense, it was that man. fucking powerful and intense. It was like compared to everything we'd heard before. It was like so this intense, man. Stripping the paint and this uh, <laughs> rip my skin off my face, man. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a incredible performance. Incredible. I can, I cannot. I, there's not a single in terms of like you know pure pure aggression, pure power. Yeah. That can do you know? Do you know when, what what does get close? I would say maybe painkiller, but Judas Priest gets close. Rob Palford gets I, I, and intensity, 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 aggression. Not so much the, not so much the. It's not in the same power league, man. No, 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 no. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But you know, it's it's in the same kind of vicinity. You know, if you're talking about a singer taking his fucking his ability to the absolute pinnacle, then I I agree with you. Because Rob Palford's that he's absolute. Like most yeah. aggressive when he's singing that song, yep, and one of the best metal songs ever fucking written in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, but I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna let Joe come in on the on the track a bit more, but I think it's just obviously the focus on definitely the, the, the highlight of the song. Yeah. Um, there's there's not a lot to this song. I have to say it's it's very there's there's not yeah, much sparse, to it, but it's sparse. And, and in terms of I, if if you can if you compare this to say Princess of the Universe, which, which we're going to talk about, this is my opinion here. You know, you jets will have your own opinion on it. Princes of the, of the Universe is a better song. Better oh, definitely, song. man. It's, it's, a, a, it's a fully formed oh, song. Yep, absolutely. I prefer this. Yeah, I, prefer I do this. too. I, if, I if there's two I, songs, if there's two yeah. songs you put down to me, pick one to put on, I'll give me the prize. I'll always yeah. pick give me the yeah. prize. I'll, but I'll Princes of the Universe... That. Princess of the Universe is a better song. There's no doubt about it. Uh, yeah, I just, yeah. I just, I just, I love even like the, it's Brian's, as you've got the samples in the back, is after he does his uh, lead run and in, uh, in, in the, in the start of the song. And it's just, but <laughs> 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 it's just written the chords. Yeah. There's so much, again, you, you, you nailed it, Paul. You know, we've not heard that kind of aggression for Brian. Yeah. And, um, I, and, I, and sounds, I, I've, yeah. I, I've got this vision in my, my head there staring into the control room and he's doing it. I look at John. Look at John. Aye. Aye. But this song, aye, this, this, there's not a lot to it. I think, I think the, you know, I took the piss with the bagpipe thing. I, I quite like it. It's, it's clearly, cool, man. I, I like it. And then it goes into the actual proper rock solo aye. after that. And that's, that's, there's not much to that either. It's pretty much, you know, bit of a wah in there. It's got a wah on, yeah. Which is unusual because I think that's the first time he's used a wah, yeah. 
Aye, I, I can't. Do. I don't think you used before. Struggling though. to think, yeah. But um, no, I think it's just it's just a straight up rocker. Obviously, it's, it's all the lyrics are related to the movie Highlander, as 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 the first track we've talked about, where it's clearly written for Highlander, and even just in the, in the movie when when the Kogan puts the tape in and it's that song. It's perfect, it's man. Perfect. Brilliant. Brilliant. It's brilliant. Um, so no, no, I I, I just. Yes, there's th- yes, it's not a musical song. There's there, there's not a lot of music in this song, but <laughs> I just love it. It's just I and if Freddie had, probably Freddie had sang it like the way he'd sang One Vision or something, I would probably think, oh, it's a melt with that. But I probably wouldn't be talking about it quite. Aye, it's right. all about the vocals, man. It's all about totally, the vocals man. for this song, totally. man. Um, but but Brian, but Brian, Aye, Brian as well. Aye, totally. Got to give, totally. give him his due, man. Anyway, Joe, sorry, anything more to add into the mix? Just, um, I mean, we've kind of interacted this kind of in and out, weaved in and out of each other with this one, so I'll, I'll not take too long, too long on it. Um, all I can say is, you know, apparently, going back to what Paul said, apparently Freddie and John didn't like this song, mm-hmm. and I'm so happy Freddie didn't like it because that's why he sounds so angry when he's singing <laughs> it, because he's pissed off, he has to sing it, and I think that's what's gave him the edge, yeah. and, and it's inadvertently made Aye. the song so much more from metal. Aye. Yeah. <laughs> he's I made it more metal it. because he's so angry about having to uh, sing it see be fair though see be fair though I, I think Freddie would have hated this for a different reason I think Freddie would have probably hated this because of the intensity that was required to record it I think there's, there's probably yeah, too I mean it's conjecture right. I mean I, I'm, I'm just right. assuming that but no, exactly. Fred, Freddie was definitely you know the guy loved heavy guitars as well you know as you know because he wrote Princess of the Universe which is what can, uh, is in some ways just as heavy as Give Me the Prize you know maybe not mm-hmm. vocally as intense but you know musically it's, it's, a, it's a metal right. song it's a metal yeah, song absolutely, absolutely. Um, yep. so but, but John I think would hear it because he just doesn't like guitars and I think well, we harken back to kind of what we're talking about in the works, David, what you said about yeah. them, about uh, like kind of almost being, John being kind of vindictive towards Brian on uh, what to break free by, okay, I don't want yeah. you on my song because I, I, I'm at a stage in my life now where I just don't like guitars anymore, so you're not going to yeah. play. I, I do, I mean, as much as I love John and, you know, and I think John's the only person that's came out of Queen now with his integrity intact and, you know, hats off to the guy for Absolutely. it, man, because I, I love the guy for that. But I, I, in a way, I, can, I think John was very much against heavy stuff at this point in Queen's career. I don't think he really was that, you know, excited about it. Well, maybe I'm wrong, but that's the kind of vibe I get. I think uh, just on that that quote, there was kind of, you know, that, that you know, it was Brian who gave an interview in 1986 right. or something like that. I'm always sceptical when I don't see the quote, though. You know, that's just oh, what right, some okay. person's take on it. You know, I mean, I'm always. Getting, oh, right, okay. that, you know, I mean, because I, I think, I think uh, what you said, Joe, is maybe more where it, where it's been. It's like uh, Freddie hated having to sing it because it was really. I harking back I to the hero. You know, the hero. I was, think oh, I think that's me. more probably more the truth with Freddie. Um, but with John, yeah, John hated metal anyway. So that that would that would totally make sense that John didn't like it. But I think maybe it was just because Freddie was pushed again. You know, like like the hero, as you said, Joe. Uh, but no, give me the prize. Yes, listed in June, man. Because <laughs> uh, um, because David Richards uh, mixed this song yep, and produced yep. this song. That's why it sounds great as well. Because David Richards is a far superior engineer and producer than Mac. So uh, there absolutely. you go. Um, and, and there you go. Just a wee bit of trivia as well. Um, I read an interview with Russell Mulcahy or Mulcahy. Ah, he hated it as well. I can say it was, like, it was his most hated song. So another reason to love it. It's like sheer heart attacks. Uh, like exactly, exactly. <laughs> 
Channel um, up your I, no, I think I think they're, you're right. Um, that's one thing I was thinking about when I was listening to the song. It's like I'm, I, I quite like that everybody hates this. Aye, <laughs> aye, I love it as well. No, let's pick one that I think we are probably collectively gonna not like very much. Um, Pain us so close to pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just gonna say a couple of things, and I'm just gonna throw over to you guys. This is a piece of shit. True story. Could possibly be the worst Queen song ever written. It's worse than Rain Must Fall. Without a doubt. We'll get to that when we come to the miracle. This is terrible for so many reasons that um, I think it's... Do you know, I was thinking just just as uh, earlier on there, I was thinking about, about this track and I thought, do you know if it was like a joke, like, if, like Freddie and John went, let's see how bad a song we can write and put it on a number <laughs> one album. Aye. Aye, you know what? Totally. You'd be like, right, okay, right. You're, you're kind of wasting a track on an album, but I kind of respect you for doing that, you know. Aye, but no, I think they genuinely thought they were creating something good with that song, Ugh. and it's, it, it's I, I'm not even going to talk. I'm not even going to talk about well, it. Can anymore. I? Can I talk? Can I actually talk about you, it? You, no, no, you can. I'm just saying I'm done. No, no, I'm not fair to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, right. Here we go. Right. Here, here we go. Right. I've got pain is so close to pleasure, and there are a number of things, you know, like facts or things that I've came across. I mean, listen to it. Pain is so close to pleasure. Number one, I've wrote <laughs> shite. <laughs> and then, yep, true story. Right, right, right. This song, right, sounds like a B side that Diana Ross would fucking have released. It, actually, you know the song Chain Reaction by Diana Ross? Mm hmm. Right, obviously, right. Right, the Bee Gees. Aye, aye, that's right. The Bee Gees wrote it for. A... Honestly, there's there's bits in this song that I think they've they've, they've actually stole similar melodies because some of there's just wee bits in the vocal. Chain Play... reactions a better song. Aye, 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 aye. Fuck, aye, fuck, aye, 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 this is a quite a, a hard thing for me to accept, you know. I'm, I mean, people go on about, you know, who's your favourite member of Queen? For me, it's Freddie Mercury. I, I, I love the fucking guy, man. Do you know what I mean? Um, as much as everybody writes songs and, you know, Queen, Queen, he, 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 he encapsulates everything. The guy's voice, you know, he was the, the, the you know, the, the conduit for everybody else's songs, you know, to, to, to bring it across in the most powerful way he could. And the guy was the fucking master of that. And I have to say, Freddie's voice annoys me on this song. Yeah. It's his worst vocal it's his performance, worst vocal performance ever, 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 man. On anything. Yep. Absolutely, man. Yep. And uh, he's falsetto. I mean, he does falsetto and... Um, cool cat. Aye, and and it, it sounds great on that. Aye, he does, but he also does it in Don't... Is it Don't Try So Hard on Innuendo? Yeah. And his falsetto's yeah, fucking yeah. great. Yeah. His falsetto sounds like, like a Jim Henson sock. And, and again, Roger Taylor and Brian May aren't on this fucking song because this no. is a drum machine. This is a drum machine. This yeah. isn't live drums. Yeah. Yeah. It's a drum machine. There's, and there's guitar on it. There's a guitar outro. There is a guitar. There is. Yeah, yeah. It's probably the best thing on it. Everything about this is rotten. I mean, it is, it is, beyond, it is beyond terrible, man. Yeah. And you know, people go people going about hot space, right? I would I would rather listen to body language on repeat for a year straight <laughs> yeah. and listen to this one more time. At least body language, I don't know, it's funny. Do you know what I mean? I know it's not meant to be funny. Absolute dog shit. Mm-hmm. 
The right. keyboard oh, sound is terrible. Don't like well. back, Joe. <laughs> keyboard sound is terrible. Um, oh, totally, I, I take it they're going for some sort of electric piano. How, why not, I why, no why idea, don't you man. just use an electric piano? You know. Okay, that was paying us so close to pleasure. I'm glad we wrapped it up much quicker than the other two tracks because I don't think it actually deserves any sort any, of uh, else, yeah. any you know autopsy. Let's uh, let's. Well, why don't we go? Uh, don't lose your head. Let's go to side two, second last track. So don't lose your head again. Another Highlander track. Um, it appears there's two versions that appear in the movie Highlander. You've got the the version that has the synth. But you've got the one with Brian playing the riff on guitar, so they both appear in the movie in different times. Um, but on the kind of magic album, it's a synth version. It's a synth riff that's played um, over the, over the drums um, on this version, and uh, we get Joan Armatrading doing the "Don't Lose Your Head" bits in, in it. Totally which, pointless. I know it's kind of almost like you're saying yeah. your boy just <laughs> come in and just go. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like the same thing. It's almost the same thing, man. Just hug on. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's totally she, I mean, Yeah, she doesn't even sing. It's just I know. Hot, it's a shame. Mut- mutters. I mean, John Armitage gets some good, good. I like, I like aye, some aye, stuff, you know. Aye, so absolutely. Um, so they kind of used that a better effect, aye. Um, yeah. But um, but nevertheless, that's that's a kind of background to the track. It's. Obviously, don't lose your head. Big giveaway, you know. The movie's all about not trying not to lose your head, and you know, heads coming off throughout the entire movie. So, uh, Paul, uh, Joe, in fact, Joe, do you want to start us off with, with "Don't Lose Your Head," and, and we'll take it for there. Yep, uh, this is this song's filler, man. For me, it's just it's just filler. It's, it's not a, to me. It's not a properly structured song. It's just like a, a, a drum loop. Or a drum beat that's just repeated and repeated and repeated. Um, I much prefer the, the very small snippet of it you hear in the movie, where it's actually the guitar playing the riff. Yeah, because it's a fuck. Because again, it's that kind of going back to the like, hot space again. Like you took some of those those really crap synth riffs and put them on a guitar. They would have been really good yeah. guitar riffs. You know what I mean? So why mm-hmm. I mean do it on a on a snide crap keyboard? You know, it's and it's like it's got some balls, man. Aye, this song, man. I don't, I don't hate this thing, man. I, to me, it's it's almost like incidental music to me. This track, man. It's like it's just get, it's just a space to get filled, really. And I think it was probably a very short piece of music to, you know, in the film it, they, they somehow thought they would expand into a song. Uh, I will say that the, you know, Freddie's vocals when he, you know, when he's going for it, his vocal performance on most of this album's outstanding. Do you know what I mean? But that's that's probably the only really good thing I can say about this track. I mean, the guitar outro is pretty cool as well. Guitars are good. Uh, guitars are good in it. Um, but aye, it's it's just as it as it what it is. It's, you know, it is what it is. I like I like the kind of cheesy synths on this. I, I I don't know why because normally they annoy me. But what they do? Aye, because that's okay. Because the actual that's all right. And and just the wee bits, da, 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 and all that, you know. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, it's okay, you know. And and, and Brian's guitar is pretty cool, and it as well. Um, <laughs> but as Joe says, it's not, you know, it's not a great song or anything like that. It's a, you know, it's like a half baked idea that they've just thrown yeah, together. Yeah, to me, oh, it's always <laughs> been like that. And you know, uh, the the bit about not drinking and driving. 
don't get breathalyzed and all that. Ah, the lyrics are terrible, <laughs> man. lyrics, you know. Right. Ah, uh, yes. There's, there's, I, I, I couldn't really say any more about this song. It's, you know, it's okay. It's not the worst thing on here. No. <laughs> no, not at all. Don't lose your head. I fucking Clancy Brown's I, the best who, bit in the song. Who does that? But Clancy? It's, it's no, no, it's Roger. Oh, it's Roger. Ah, it's not a sample. When you actually listen to it properly, ah. it's Roger. It's Roger just thought, copying, copying. I always thought it was Clancy, man. That makes sense. Makes sense. I yeah. Because obviously, because like, the, the Kurgan isn't in Queen. That's <laughs> true. Fuck you, do Michael. Do that, that'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, get Clancy into fucking do penis so close to pleasure. Penis <laughs> <laughs> so close to pleasure. <laughs> I'd be into that. That'd be cool. It sounds like uh, Jeff Walker from Carcass. Big Carcass shout out. Aye, uh, aye. Yeah. I actually like this song. I, I, I probably like it better than used to. Um, I like the fact that it's quite minimalist um, because you've just got mm-hmm. the same drum beat through the whole thing, effectively. And and it's again David Richards, you know, knows how to bring that big sound out. That Mac didn't wasn't able to do. Um, and I and I'm the same as you, Paul. The synth sounds actually, aye, they're all right. You know, even mm-hmm. the wee kind of instrumental bits and all that. Um, and I, Freddie's voice is 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 actually great and. I don't know, it's, there's just a vibe about this song that, that I just really like. And I, 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 again, I don't really have the vocabulary to really describe what I'm feeling yeah, it's about. Kind, it's kind of low-key, isn't it? I mean, it's... I, 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 I like it, I think it's just... I, I think it's, again, it's a oh, Highlander track. It's it probably... <laughs> I mean, when you, when you actually listen to it, it, it sounds total mid-80s cop show like yeah. type of music, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like... It's like it's very yeah. or something, you know? It's like, yeah. you know, it, it's got that kind of very American... It reminds, uh, yeah, uh, you know, it, music, you know. it reminds me. It reminds me. Makes sense, I suppose, given that it was in fucking Ireland. But, you know. Do you know? Do you know what? I, that, now that you mention that, you know what it reminds me. You see, um, Brad Fidal. Is it Brad Fidal, the guy that done the music for Term- the first Terminator film? It's Brad Fidal, Fidel, isn't it? Fidel, Fidel, Brad Fidel. Aye, something like that. Yeah. Yep. I mean, the Terminator sound, the original Terminator sound. Yeah. There's a lot of that. Ah, yeah, yeah. That kind of shit. So I don't know if that's maybe been a wee influence. You know, because that soundtrack's really good, by the way. You know, for eighties. That's great. It's amazing, man. Aye, that shit's brilliant. Aye, that shit's great. But see, the actual, but a lot of the actual synth stuff, it's just all synth. I just said, it's really good, man. It's really, really good. But yeah, I. No, that's a good song. I forgot about that music. I get it checked out, man. No, I like it. I like it. I think. I think it probably. You know, it could probably fail this filler, as Joe says, but again, you know, I, I, I wouldn't have it. I wouldn't not have it on the album. I think, I think it, it belongs. In, no, and, man, I, I, mean? I get that. I, I, I don't, know, I'm not offended uh, by it. And it's better than a B-side. You know, a lot of the songs that are filler, you think, oh, could I be a B-side? You know, I, I, think this is, I think this is better than a B-side. So I, for me, I it's, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, it's so. But anyway, I don't lose your head. I think, again, just a good... Good pounding Roger track, he drums right up in the mix as as you'd expect, and ah, cool. So that is "Don't Lose Your Head." So eh, let's let's do another track. We'll do one more track, and then then we'll have a wee chat about uh, about the movie. Cool. And, uh, let's go to "One Year of Love" because this will lead us into to the movie. Because obviously, it's quite early on in the movie. We hear this. Um, 
you know, the track and the, is, and the bar. Yeah. In the bar, yeah. yeah. So anyway, this this track, you know, the, the I'd say the, the ballad on the album. You know, you could maybe argue one one other one's a ballad, but this is a, pro, a proper you know love song and all the rest of it. This is this 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 is a John track, and and I actually thought it was a Freddie track. Um, and when mm-hmm. I seen it, it was a John Same track. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I think this is okay. I think it's it's okay as as a ballad again. Freddie's Freddie's voice in this whole album, apart from the the said piece of shit that we talked about, yeah, it's brilliant. He's, he's yeah, voice is some of the best he sounded actually. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Joe. Um, and it sounds and this is no exception. And and again, there's a lot of control in his voice on this as well. But um, no, he really, but he really gives it a, uh, he really gives it a go on this, and and he sounds great on it. And I think again, melody wise, it's it's really cool, and and even this the sax solo, okay, it's very of its time and all the rest of it, but it's actually all right. You know, yeah. does you know, it does the song reasonable justice. And I think we, again, as we mentioned in previous podcasts, where Queen could have got extra musicians, and they did in this case, they got a string quartet and yeah. to do the bit, which really adds to to the kind of. I don't know the, the almost professional sound of the song. What they did in this song certainly is they 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 realised its potential, I guess, fully, um, in terms of how it should sound and all that. So I think it's I think it's a solid, it's a solid solid song. I think you know it's 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 one of those ones I, I wouldn't skip it. You know, I definitely wouldn't oh. skip it when, when a kind of magic's on. And I know that it's, this isn't an album that any of us listen to a lot. You know, but no, um, but I definitely don't skip this song. I I, I do have a. I do like it, and again, kind of probably similar to "Don't Lose Your Head," where it's definitely better than the B side. And um, ah, good song. Mm-hmm. Not got too much more to really add into the mix. You guys, what come in? I like I like this this song a lot actually. Um, Freddie's vocal performance is top notch. Um, it's just a it's a simple we love song, but you know the way the way that the of the quality that we know John for. Um, it's you know quite a simple arrangement and all that. Um, uh, yeah, it's good. And and as uh, David said about the, you know, not uh, Brian wasn't allowed to play on it, and it's probably a good thing actually. Um, the the strings um, add a bit of quality, a bit of uh, uh, just just add to the track um, certainly, and uh, you know. If only they'd, they'd done stuff stuff like this, you know, in previous albums, you know, got proper albums. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, got <laughs> got proper musicians in to do the job, um, and not and not kind of do it in the cheap that they seem to be doing, you know, quite a lot. Yeah, it's a it's a quality a quality track. It's um, it, it, it's got a kind of eighties eighties feel to it as well. A little bit, you know, it's very. Uh, of the CD, the the new CD age, you know, it's yeah. got that kind of sound, sleek. The yuppie jazz bar where yeah. everybody's white. <laughs> you know so, what I mean? Right? <laughs> basically, like everybody in the film American Psycho, basically. So uh, in, in 1986, there would have been a lot of households that would have Brothers in Arms and this on CD. You could just yeah. imagine it. Another good, al- another good album, man. Yeah. The track brothers in arms, especially amazing man, I brilliant man, brilliant song. Anyway, yeah, (laughs) it's a good song, man. Uh, And it's yeah, Uh, of uh, is that a non Highlander track? If it was in the film, 
I, I don't know if that's... It's hard to... Yeah. I can't mark this one out because if you think about the... It may have just been a coincidence because we talk about one year of love, a lifetime alone, and he's talking about, obviously, you know, the mortal thing. You could tie it in with that maybe a wee bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, because he's, that, he, actually, you know, his, yeah. his lovers are outgrowing him and all that, but I yeah. don't yeah. I think that's probably, probably a bit of a stretch, to be honest. I think it's probably a standalone mm-hmm. song, to be honest. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool song, man. I like it. Yeah. I agree, man. Um... I fucking, I think this song's cracking, man. I, I really like this song, man. And, it, and it's all to do with the big man on the vocals, man. I, I should like it less. <laughs> but it's just, he's so good, man. He's the, 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 the guy is so good, man. So, I I mean, if you take his vocals away from it, I mean, other than the orchestration being really, really nice and that, I really think it sounds cracking. It's pretty lush and stuff. It's pretty, it's pretty, it's quite a bland backing track, apart from the orchestrated parts. But the vocals, man, and the melody's superb. And, you know, John is, he's really great. You've pointed out, David, he's great at writing melodies, man. And Freddie's amazing, man. And I love how how much space there is for his vocals on this song as well. You know, he's not bogged down, even when the orchestra comes in. It's just sitting perfect in the mix where it should be. And it sounds huge. And, no, man, I really like this song, man. It's a, it's a yeah. really, really great song. Because you could imagine if they did, they did a video for it, you know, Freddie would be kind of sitting there, it would be like a... a bar, in a bar or something. A, a bar or a, a, an empty jazz club or something, lots aye, of seats totally, around about, man, and aye. just, you know, him and, totally. him and John and the, the strings and all that. Yeah, it'd be cool, fact, do, do you know something? This might be a really weird thing to say, right? But see if somebody, like for talking sakes, uh, you know, somebody was arguing with me, or oh, Freddie Mercury wasn't that great a singer, I'd maybe, maybe point them yeah, towards this song and say, because... There's not a lot of instrumentation. It's just you know he's really high in the mix. The voice, yeah. Listen to that guy's yeah. voice, man. You know, um, which is weird because it's not an amazing song, but he's just so fucking good on it, man. Ah, so yeah, it's just it's like, it's, mm-hmm. aye, it's great, man. Super. No, it's it's one of these these tracks that's been kind of probably in the periphery. Of my my thinking. Aye, me as well. For, me as well. Yeah. 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 Yep, yep, for yep, so yep, many yep. years, but but having yep. again, it's, it's, that's what the three of us are doing here, and hopefully you listeners are. Kind of finding it the same as well as you go through the albums, you're maybe rediscovering songs again, and yeah, it's definitely and, and I think this is one. Uh, it's definitely one that's 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 been rediscovered for me a bit. Awesome. Um, but cool. Uh, so we've, what, what what have we covered? So we've, what we've got? What, what do we have left? We have a kind of magic left. We have mm-hmm. friends will be friends. We have who watched love forever, and we have Prince's universe. Okay, so that's four tracks left. Is that right? Mm. Yep, that's yep. Right. yep. Okay, right. So let's let's. Uh, talk about those uh, in a little bit because I want to talk about Highlander Um, so um, there may be some listeners that haven't watched Highlander and maybe 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 if you're of a younger generation and you know you look at this movie it's been a bit ridiculous and why would I waste my time watching it and I get that I understand that you know but I would I would certainly suggest giving it a watch and um, you know I I think a lot of it's Flaws are what make it great, you know, in many ways yeah. as well. You know, um, this is uh, the movie, of course. Um, it, you know, originally it was the police that was meant to do the soundtrack, and they asked for Alien as well, apparently. Oh, really? I didn't know that. I, I just found this out today. Oh, um, that's also weird. Marillion were approached. Um, and the, and that, that made more back. sense than the police because oh, the police were, I told it makes no sense whatsoever. Um, so it was an interview with Steve Rothery, the, the, the guitar right. player, and he said it's one of the biggest mistakes they ever made. And Fish was actually offered a part in the movie as well. 
I really uh-huh. probably, probably is one of the villagers or something like that. Um, and yeah. and he, he turned it down because they were on tour. But it's like right. the, 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 they regard it as like a a, a mistake, a, a, a big mistake. No. You know, okay, they, that's interesting. That. I never, never, never knew that. Yeah. No, um, cool. We're all brilliant fans, certainly the fish era anyway, man. So that would have been that would have been interesting. But I mean, I think it's um, there's there's you know, other. There's, there's so many there's so much because this this movie's a cult classic you know it wasn't really successful when it came out it, it actually flopped big time when it came out to be honest and um the video generation the vhs generation yeah. really really kind of made this movie what yeah. it was you know you know you Same get the bargain there's so, bag, so many bargain, so many films have made it's found a new life and, and on video, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. so, so I think redemption exactly the same, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's it. It's one of these ones after the fact that it becomes becomes huge and um, you know, so as it's massive obviously spawned that T V series. To be honest, I, I, you know, we all all three of us, I think I can speak for all three of us and we say we don't go beyond this movie in terms no, of not at all. Fra- no, it's one movie that's and, it. I franchise and all the rest of it. Um, but it's all out there, and that's just an indication of what this movie's meant to to, to a lot of people. You know, they want to see more of it, and even the the, the more dubious stuff that, you, if you want to call it that. So it's clearly had an impact, and quite a quite a massive impact on on popular culture. Um, certainly at one point in time, whether that's still resonant, I don't know. But you're seeing quite a lot of articles about Highlander still to this day. Fresh articles and. Ah, that's, that's, been, yeah, that's, that's been in the can for about, about 10 years, years. 10, yeah. 12 years or something, but it's not ah, so yes, yet. Right, yeah. But anyway, the movie itself, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I saw this when I was a, a kid, I saw this when I was, I must have been about, oh, I don't know what age, I know it came out in 86, but, but it, by the time things got to video, it was a lot later. Ah, it, was was like six it was like six months was, or something was, like that. Even even like a year. It was like you know, yeah. it, was, it could be even a year and a half before you actually seen the movie on on, on VHS. So I'm going to guess it was about eighty eight, eight seven, eighty eight before. Ah, that's this. a bit right. Um, and it was one of those kind of you know, for a lot of people, it's Star Wars and Star Wars changed their life as a kid. This was this was a life changing movie. Absolutely, me. man. Absolutely. Um, and and you know so and I think the gents will, will feel feel similar. I know Paul's a bit older, but I think I know it had a big impact, and I will uh, speak for himself yeah. soon. But it's it's, it's it's just one of those movies. You know, I was it, it was it was cool that your your parents allowed you to see fifteen movies. You know, when you were when you were seven years old or something. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. You know, so that was really cool. Um, and uh, you know, I got to see a lot of lot of lot of great movies as a result of it, and a lot of movies that really disturbed the shit out of me. As a, me as well. You know, I mean? yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I, I, see when I think about it, I, I saw the I saw The Exorcist when I was about nine. What? Um, <laughs> Evil Fuck Dead. Sake. Evil Dead when I was ten. You know. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> you know, Gary, my brother, like he was like, he, man, he would he would make me watch like sort of all the video nasties and stuff like that. He'd yeah. do, like in, in like nineteen eighty six and eighty five. I was like, shit, that I just shouldn't have been watching, man. You know. Uh, and uh, I just like demented stuff. <laughs> I totally, <laughs> totally fucked me up for a long time. But there you go. But um, I think this again. So the movie to come back to the actual movie itself. I think it's um, it's you know you, if you're not that familiar with it, all the information's out there on the net. If you want to kind of find out about it, and or, or just bloody watch the bloody thing. You know, if you I watch it, it, man. Um, can I just ask you something? Um, both of you, um, something just real, really quick here. Um, what format did you watch Highlander in? The Blu-ray, and I think it's right. the 30th anniversary version. 
so it came out in 2006. 2000 and, no, I mean 2016 then. 2016, sorry. Aye, yeah. Uh, okay. I think I streamed it. I think right. if I remember so right. I, 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 I do that a lot. I'm a lazy bastard. Even though I've got it, I just, I just <laughs> did rather go up the stair and get it. I just stream it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the reason I ask is um, I'm, I'm the same. I've got the Blu-ray and... Um, if you if you want to watch the movie for the first time, get the grittiest, grainiest copy you can find. Aye, and watch it. definitely, man. Definitely. Don't watch it in the Blu-ray because it shows the flaws up. Like, badly. yeah, badly. yeah, yeah. Like um, wires at the end when he's getting oh, it's, up it's, there, it's, You don't even yeah. need to look for them. You know, oh, you know, they're, they're there's a wire at the end, and they're, they're, they're just right in there. You know, yep, So really don't. Bad, man. If you've not seen the movie, to find a really horrible. You know, dig any VHS. Get a VHS, you know, yeah. Player, you know, <laughs> but um, so that did that was that was because I watched it again recently on Blu-ray, and oh, there was a few things I was oh god, I wish I wish that would I wish the scenes were darker to hide some of the flaws here. Yeah. But um, uh, I, I think it, uh, one thing for me, I, I don't know if you you'll agree that, but the Highland scenes are just fucking amazing, man. Aye, that's great, that's man. where that's where the Blu-ray really comes into its own. Yeah. Place. They, you know, looks amazing. The Highlands, and obviously, us, us being Scottish, up is, is, yeah. Uh, I've uh, been to that castle, man. I've been there. Uh, yeah, Dornan. Dornan, uh, 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 um, have you been up? That, have you been up that castle? Yeah, yeah. Castle. Rebuilt in the Victorian uh, times. Yeah, uh, it's a big corner. Yeah, it's a cool looking castle, right? <laughs> um, have you been up Glencoe? I, 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 I kind of tried to position yourself where the Kirkin was and all that. It's like, <laughs> the horse, and all that. It's like the quick, the quickening and all that. I, the, the shots no, in the Highlands, you know, the Glencoe and Glenfinnan. There's a there's a shot yeah. in Glenfinnan as well. Um, it's cool that they actually filmed it in Scotland as well. They didn't go for New Zealand and you know what? Yeah. Like, the time uh, that happens. And a yeah. point in that, but uh, when I saw it, um, this was the first film probably ever that made me feel being Scottish was full, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it certainly wasn't uh, Gregory's Girl or something like that anyway. Scott, you know. Gregory's Girl's a good movie, man. Nah, the way, good, man. The way yeah, Scotland, and, being Scottish, but... <laughs> Scotland and Scottish people were portrayed up to that point was, you know, it was like shite like Brigadoon and um, uh, drunk people on English soap operas or... But making Scotland look cinematic... Bank. They achieved that and, well, man. Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, just, just I, I remember thinking, I, I, well, I, I probably wanted to be the Kirkin, but Aye, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have minded being Conor McLeod as well. Yeah. And and a strange thing about having a French actor who could barely speak English at the time. Doing a doing a Scottish accent, and he did, did pretty did a well. Good job. He did pretty but, well. But the good thing about it was, uh, it was probably just an accident that that um, has uh, coming in and out of a Scottish accent. It was a bit weird at times, but it worked because he's been all added, over the world. I, yes, I added to yeah. the fact that this guy has been everywhere. Oh, as a, well, as lots of different out. places. Aye, well, yeah. they, they, <laughs> even, they even wrote it in it. I even wrote that in it. Spo- so that makes spoilers sense. from this for the second movie. He's a, he's an alien. Oh, oh fuck I. Oh, shit. Uh, as soon as I found that out, I was like, <laughs> I, as soon as the plot of the second movie was, was 
revealed, I was like, well, I'm not fucking going to watch that, you know. <laughs> Maybe it's great, who knows, but it's no, I have you seen it? Yeah. Aye, it's no, rotten, aye, I've seen it at the oh, time. I've seen the pictures. <laughs> yeah, aye, terrible, man. Russell Mulcahy, this was his first ever feature film, he was known for Jurassic and it's it amazing, and it's up, yeah, and then yeah. it, it reveals Connor and 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 the boat uh, yep, on the, the lock and all that. Nice. Um, the, the wrestling scenes and all that interspersing. Amazing. And, and, and the first scene um, in the parking garage where it, where he's fighting Fasil. Um, totally, man. At the end, when he you know he, he, he kills Fasil and all that, and the the cars just all start you know lifting and. Uh, yeah. it's, it's fucking great do you know I guess you know? do you know I guess like see that see when, see when he goes like you know for zeal wait, wait. You know, it's, it's <laughs> what's like, he going to do you know what I mean it's like I'll like, like, wait let's talk <laughs> about this ah <laughs> uh, you know it's like, let's, go, let's go and watch the rest of the wrestling and then we'll discuss whether I'm going to chop your head off <laughs> um, and, and his theory about like why, why he cut his head off and all that you know Aye. and then <laughs> fucking yeah, it's some good, it's good part See the bit when he's doing the acrobatics, like the backflips. There's no need for it. Yeah. It'd be quicker even run. Just run, mate. <laughs> why, at that point, you know, I always, when he's backflipping away, I always just think, why does Conor McLeod, because he can obviously run faster than he can backflip. <laughs> why does he not just run up afterwards? It's like a saw these fucking... I know, a fucking He can even run up beside him while he's backflipping and go, I hear, fuck you, your fucking head's lobbed off. Uh, he's like, just, just so, knife this, knife this yep. asshole and yeah. get up the road. So that, <laughs> so that's like, film. He looks like, see, I can, I can figure out, right, like, sorry, just doing that scene. <laughs> when I thought about it, I thought, oh, is Fazil one of these, these guys that's been hiding for centuries? He doesn't want to fight anybody because he's a bit right. Yeah, yeah. You know, that. and then, and then you see him because he's a little bit like uncertain on the sword and all that, and then next day, all his backflips next. <laughs> It's like, I, I'll come back to him. <laughs> I'll shake this all Fucking uncertain on the song. That's <laughs> <laughs> fucking brilliant, man. Uh, uh, uncertain on so, the so, so there is, That's a cool name for a band. God. The Uncertain Swords. <laughs> That's fucking... Uh, but anyway, uh, enough about that. But yeah, anyway. so, so when you're so a teenager... <sighs> Uh, any film that involves loads of decapitations, yeah, man, you're sold, in. yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You and make... this, this, uh, this does it. You know, uh, no, you get your, you, you get your sick, you get your sick pal that makes like v- old VHS compilations of death scenes <laughs> and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. See, that's our generation remembers. You know that one sicko that used to do that, do that yeah, shit, man. And then we have. Uh, Juan Sanchez, Villalobos, Ramirez. I don't know. I'm I'm kinda I'm kinda in two minds about Sean in this now. When I watched it recently. I think it's cause I know he's a c he is. You know. <laughs> uh, um uh, he, you know, he's a wife beating twat. And um do, do I like him in movies? I I do like him in movies. Unfortunately, That's a I, that unfortunately he is. 
a fucking great actor. And like, man, and, I don't and think he's a great fuck. actor. I think he's, I think he's got, he's got charm. They saw the training when he's yeah, trying to train yeah. him up to fight the cog. When he's sitting with he Heather. Aye, when he's sitting with, aye, that's the one. But when he, when he get to the, the market square. Aye, and, and he's and, talking and, about, and aye, he's, yeah. That's where Sean, Sean's brilliant in that bit. Brilliant, Sean's, man. When he says, you need to leave her. And, all and the, the music's that. brilliant. See, the music in that part. The music in that part. Uh, aye, totally. Sorry, aye, aye. Uh, no, absolutely. But uh, <laughs> so Sean, no, look, um, you know, uh, he that's doesn't ruin it. Uh, it just, he doesn't ruin it. But, but th- that's where you think, aye, okay, he's got a bit of chops, you know. And okay. it's that in other movies. Don't get me wrong. I'm saying it's not like it's his first fucking movie. <laughs> I mean, but what I'm saying <laughs> is, it goes from for me personally, it goes between the. Can I just fuck off to actually no, he's he's actually doing a wee bit here, you know. What I mean? He does he does that bit well, man. The bit in the market is I agree, it's good, it's good. Yeah, yeah, it's good. And, and I think that the music, so incidental good. music, it makes that music scene as well at that yeah. part. It's yeah. kind of that. It's that uh, I can't remember the piece of music how it goes, but it's got that. It kind of got that dark synth thing. Okay. Goes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, goes, yeah. You must leave and then obviously yeah. there's no time for it. And then you know yeah. leading into yeah. the whole scene Absolutely. when they're in the islands and she's dying and stuff like that. Yeah. There's like a transition shot, is on there? It's, it's his face and it transforms into Mona Lisa. Mona, Mona Lisa. Lisa. Ah, yeah, on yeah, the yeah, side yeah. of a building. Brilliant. Which is great ah, as well, you know. That's I've when never he gets banished. He's getting banished for the village. He's got he's ah, the stocks. Uh, and, then yeah. and then it's his, his face. Ah, yeah. Do you know, actually, yeah. coming come to think of it. You better man, go, Connor. I'm not going <laughs> anywhere. Um, I can't even think of it, man. I don't know oh, another film. I don't well get run out of here. I don't know another film that's got a. Um, like you know, split screen stuff like that. I, I don't think I've ever seen that. The transitions. I, th- I think the transitions uh, are um, brilliant, were, man. Were pretty, yep. pretty unique. Original, to be honest, unique, I, I yeah. think yeah. from what I, what I can Galloway documentaries and all that, they they kind of influenced a lot of other movies later on. Absolutely. Because yeah, the, yeah. the fish tank, but the fish tank, but obviously he's got the fish tank and the the flat in New York, and then right. obviously pan, pans around the fish tank, and then pans up to Loch Shiel when he's on the boat. Um, when he's on the boat. Um, but what they did with that scene is they actually dropped a fish tank into Loch Shiel with oh, the fish right. in it. That's and cool, they actually man. put the camera so they can just marry the two scenes together. And ah, then, that's you know, smart, man. That's smart. Out of, the, out of the loch with it. So there's all really cool. Lot, there's there's so, so much bad direction in this, I have to say, in, in Highlander, but there's so much really good shit in it. And it, that there, that's an example of it, when it's at its best, you know. Um, the Highland scenes are, I think the Highland scenes, and again, it's ugh, maybe a bit of, kind of bias in there, you know. But I think the Highland Seas are almost flawless. Up until the, it's just the, the fight between um, uh, you know um, the Kurgan and uh, I mean it's, but that looks yeah, really and that staircase terrible. It looks, it looks, it looks you can so cl- clearly bad. see that's a soundstage. Aye, you know, aye, it, aye, it looks awful. Aye. But I think because also that's not the Highlands, but um, but all the Highland scenes and, and and how they look and how they're put together, oh, they all look great. And mm-hmm. and um, you know, I think that's that's. The other, the, as Joe kind of pointed out when it says, you know, you must leave our brother and, you know, it goes into Who Wants to Live Forever. That's, <laughs> that is a beautiful bit because yeah. you've got that song over Glen Finney. The Highlands, I mean, it's amazing, just man. looking amazing. And those two aye. married up are just, just makes the, the water just well up, you know what I mean? Aye, it's, cue me crying like a yeah. if you If you don't, aye, if you don't get, if yeah. you don't get, if you don't get uh, teary-eyed at that, man, you've not got a fucking yeah. soul, man. And that short... That shot as he's walking away and 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 the, and the, the cross, the sword, the, 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 the sword, and the sword is there. It's aye. just aye. iconic. Get a, a Kleenex it, <laughs> and and you can you can. This, to all intents and purposes, is a is a cheesy eighties action movie. It really is. But, it is. But but it you is. can really it is. But it does, does, the you can really feel you can really feel the love. 
between I think them that, two. Aye, I, I think that's the are all aye, that, you know, and they stayed with her until she was an old woman and all that. And it's actually really beautiful. And aye. then who wants to love her forever comes on, you're, <laughs> you know, do, man, you're destroyed, you know. You know aye. do you know something as well? I think, you know, because obviously the, the you know, we're talking about Christopher Lambert, you know, at the point he did this film, he could hardly speak English, never mind try to put a Scottish accent on. In a way, he doesn't really have that much dialogue in a lot, and I think it's cool because a lot yeah, of yeah. All his acting's all facial expressions and stuff yeah, like man. that, and it almost makes it deeper because he, he mm. seems quite guarded in the film as well, as if he's always kind of, you know, he, he's a guy that's experienced a lot of loss. You know, you would be like that. You would imagine you'd be quite shut off for people, and he is very much, maybe not so much in, like, the bits with Brenda, you know, because he's kind of winding yeah. her up and trying to noise her up. Because like, yeah. He's quite cold, and he's quite cold when he does that as well. But yeah, I, think he, I think the acting's great in this yeah. film, man. Right? It's because great, uh, great acting. when he meets Ramirez, and, and Ramirez is saying, you're Conor McLeod from the Clan McLeod, banished yeah. from your village. That's and, brilliant, and, but, and it cuts to the to him remember getting mm. banished from his village. It's as if he's so suffering from like PTSD or whatever. So, you know, you're probably right, Joey. Probably he's actually got great eyes. His up. eyes are brilliant. He's brilliant. Yeah, his eyes, man, yeah. the expression yeah. he's, he's able to get on use with his eyes is, is really... Because even like the bits where like, you know, he's, he's getting interrogated and Garfield, you know, the cops, yeah. sitting, and he's just kind of staring at him and Garfield starts yeah. getting uneasy. Aye, aye. Because he's got nothing to fear. He's just like... Yep. Is it the very first scene we see when he's sitting in the... And it's just his eyes are lit up. And it's just the eyes lit up like, like a matinee, kind of, yep. you know, yep. like a white movie type thing. Brilliant, man. There couldn't, have, there couldn't have been a better guy to play that part. Apparently, uh, Kurt Russell was supposed to and turned it down. Can you believe right, I mean, I, I love Kurt Russell, man. I think Kurt Russell sunshines out of Kurt oh, Russell's aye. ass, man. Because, I mean, he's done some of my favourite films of all time. Oh, you know, aye, the, thing, the thing being Things one amazing. of The thing's probably yeah. is. That, that Islander are probably two of my favourite films. It says a lot about my intellect. But, um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but it, just, like, it, it would have been too wisecracking and shit, man. You know that what I mean? Is, uh, you know, when you mention the thing and how straight he plays the thing, aye, the thing's amazing. And, and that's the other thing I was going to mention, actually. Um, I, Highlander's really funny and intentionally funny. Even the bit again to come back to the you know, okay, what's this? He's like, a sword. Wise up, smart ass. You know, just the bits are really fucking good. It's probably it's Alan North as well, you know. It's the you're just like the police squad. You know, aye, totally. He's dressed exactly the same as the police squad. Are you keep expecting Frank Frank Drebin to come in and? <laughs> I know what they fucking Frank Drebin and Highlander. It's like you're saying, Dave. It's an action flick, man. But it's it's, it's probably it's a shitload. Go- there's a lot there's going like on that, in it, man. There's, there's a lot there's, going on in it. There's more to it. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think um, you know the. the, the I, I, you know, I know Clancy. You know, Clancy Brown didn't want to play the card in the way. The, he played the Kurgan, I was asked to play the Kurgan. I want to play my top hat and shit like that. He wanted to do a bit more subtle. And so, and I can see that, in, in fairness, but it, it would have been, I think the whole movie would have had to have changed, you know. And that's, yeah. you know, Joe talked about a remake, because I remember the Gregory Wyden, who wrote the script. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I remember watching an interview with him about the script and what the script originally was, and it was a much darker movie overall. That's right, yep. Um, um, and... Uh, <laughs> I can't remember the actual details, but you know, it, it, again, the information's out there. But it sounded like a movie I, I definitely wanted to see. So I thought I, I'm thinking if it's a remake, they should do that. They should do actually go back to the original, his original story, and maybe make it that. Then you've got Highlander, the, the 80s big action movie that's again admittedly got 
get the heart and, and all this, but you've got this other version rather than just a, a kind right. of copy of that, you know. So I would quite like to see that efforts to get the right director and the right script and right. the right actors, of course. But um, so I, I so I can get Clancy, but but the way Clancy plays it is, you know, <laughs> he's one of the. One of the great screen baddies of of, of all time. Aye, they've been the best. They've been the best, man. Aye, come at me. His performance is brilliant. Even just um, the bit when he when he when he when he, when he kidnaps Ben and he's just stone at the top of the stairs with a lollipop. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> <"Hello>, <laughs> <pretty>. <laughs> he's like just walks to the stairs like and it's like, casual. <laughs> I did casual. Aye, just lose um, his fucking evil man. But, uh, but but when he's first introduced in the movie, it's, it's, it's one of the best. always makes me laugh, and I look forward to hearing it. It's when he goes, one called Connor among them. There's one called Connor among them. And he goes, aye. Aye. Remember our agreement, Murdoch. I fucking love that bit, man. The boy is mine. That, that almost gives me the same when you hear Freddie's voice and give me the prize. It almost kind of makes the hair stand up your neck. Cause it, uh, and, yeah, it, yeah. and it's just when it, because it comes, the camera comes from, from the top, if I remember right, and it swoops down to him. Yeah. And he's just like, and he's kind of side on. He's got the, the skull armor and stuff on his uh, face. The scene near the end in the church, you know, the two of them, Corgan uh, and Connor. Yeah. And, and it's all it's all fairly like hearted, they're kinda of, you know, having a go at each other and all that. And then uh, Connor makes a grab for him when he when he realizes that it's it's just the way Clancy Brown just turns and he grabs like, his hand. Remember or agree, uh, remember what Ramirez taught you. And all, it's just the way he does it. Yeah. It's, it's aye, fucking because yeah. it's all pantomime villain. And then it's no, it's really dark. It's really dark. Aye, man. Aye, aye. It's just a wee subtle thing, but fucking. It's, 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 it's just dynamite, it's, man. It's the bit, I, know, I know Joe likes this bit. Too, it's the bit, the bit when, um, <laughs> when, uh, you know, he goes this way. No one will recognise me. And he goes, I do. And he just makes his face. Like, <laughs> he goes like, it's like, so wet. It's like, so wet. It's like, I you recognise me? And what? <laughs> Brilliant. And then on. Um, Happy Halloween, ladies. Hi. <laughs> I love the movie. Well, I do it the album, man. <laughs> the. The but Kirkin um, when he's in Highlands, man, he's the, especially when he goes to fight with Ramirez and 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 the house. It's a uh, double of Colin Gregson, man. The fucking <laughs> Colin Gregson for bad news is he's fucking the same way. Even the eyes are still similar. The bad bad news is sitting that he's uh, trusting that he's fixing it. <laughs> I, he's got the dress trousers on. He's sitting with a Marilyn t-shirt. The dress trousers. <laughs> Aye, um, aye, you're right, David. It is. Aye, that and Pete, Pete Steele as well, man. Steele, aye, they're definitely, but Pete, definitely the height with Pete Steele, man. Aye, Pete Steele, man. Um, aye, Pete Steele could do the Kurgan if it was. If it was indeed. If that helps, aye. Don't go He's alive. I think. I think if somebody's, I think if somebody watches it for the first time, you know, you, 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 you're gonna see a lot of flaws, and I certainly noticed them recently when I was watching. It's not because I was, I was trying to look for them. It was just they were quite obvious this time when I watched them. Yeah. Um, some of the direction is actually awful. Um, there's a bit where the bit when he first meets the Kurgan in New York, um, in the in the forge. Mm-hmm. Sort of, oh you know, yeah, yeah. Oh. When Brenda's falling him and all that it comes out. There's aye. a bit. There's a bit where he just kind of. It's like Brendan and Connor just kind of almost like 
like move away dead slow and the Kurgan just walks behind them dead slow is like ah, yeah, know the bit you're talking about. You're like, that looks terrible there's some mm. scenes in it that look we talked about the wires and all that and mm. the bit I, I sent you guys a picture of the, the, the bit where it shows you them fighting in the silver cup side <laughs> there's a guy with a ball cap on playing the Kurgan <laughs> there's another one in the Highlands where when they're doing the training and Ramirez <laughs> and uh, McLeod are doing the, the, the training and uh, and you can see the guy looks a bit too stone heavier than Sean Connery <laughs> so anything else to say about Highlander before we crack him back to I just I, I, that we should be I, talking about I, 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 I think it's um, I mean I'd be amazed if anybody you know any Queen fan hasn't seen this shit man I yeah, think this was a start, starting point for people our age to get into Queen was probably seeing this film yeah um, but yeah, I I love it, man. I love this film, and I yeah. love the flaws as well. The there's a, there's so many plot holes, and God knows what. And <laughs> I, I, I'm still no absolutely sure what the prize is. It's basically you can die. That's that's it. It's, you, well, you it's good. Your can life I, can. Uh, you, you get, die. That's uh, what. I can already. get all the knowledge uh, and stuff like that in the universe. And, everyone in the world and all. I become like out like. Try and get like them all to meet each other, get all the diplomats to kind of talk to each other and all that. So he would be almost the guy in the middle. But it seems a wee bit all right. <laughs> I think I think it's, it's <laughs> always hard. To, it's always hard to, to attend a movie. Film, you know? I there's, only a, there's only a handful of great films that have a great ending yeah. as well, man. You know, oh, that's it. But no, <laughs> iconic movie in many ways. And uh, I check it out, man. Um, it's it's definitely an impact on our lives and. You know, it's a, it's a film that, you know, we'll always go back to and, and enjoy. And the music does add a hell of a lot to it. And not just Queen's music, uh, Michael Kamen's. Uh, Michael uh, Kamen. Uh, Absolutely. And, 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 and obviously Michael Kamen's taken, especially with Who Wants to Live Forever, Melody, and he's using that quite a lot. Yeah. Repeatedly through the movie. Ah, uh, um, Right through uh, it. Absolutely. So, but but the, the original music from Michael Kamen is is fantastic in this movie. Yeah, and I the, think the, without, without the music, I think it would have been a much poorer movie. Yeah, I think the music the music does elevate it again. Um, yeah, oh, I would, oh, I one hundred percent from both you know, from Queen and from Michael Kamen, you know. Aye, and I totally. think we, I don't know if we said it at the start, but this is the this is what we'll be listening to the, the soundtrack. And again, shout out to Sonic uh, Volcano on that. The soundtracks better. You know, I, I, it is, I much better because you've got the yeah. Michael Kamen compositions, and you've got the Queen ones coming in when they when they come in, and yeah. uh, it's 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 better. That's that's what this should have been. It should have been a soundtrack um, mm-hmm. album. Then Queen would have went into the studio again. I don't know, eighty six, eighty seven, and made another album. You know, and you would you maybe you'd have got something else. I don't know. And then you know, a kind of you know, kind of magic wouldn't have existed. Essentially, you'd have had just a behind mm-hmm. on the soundtrack. But I think the fact that they that was clearly what was going to happen, but they re-recorded them all for a kind of magic. I don't know, there's a bit of laziness, seems to <laughs> I don't know what you gents feel about this, but I feel it's like a wee bit yeah. like... Yep. Yep. You're going to have five tracks on your new album that have actually that, that related to a movie. That's a bit strange, you know? But the, so, but the, the, the kind of irony, I, mean, I don't want to spoil the rest of the tracks we're going to speak about, um, but it's it's quite quite ironic that all the really poor stuff in this record is the stuff that wasn't for Highlander. Wasn't Highlander. Yeah, that's a good mm-hmm. point. Not a good point, Joe. Anyway, we're going to come back to the music. Um, next song I want to talk about is A Kind of Magic. Um, so A Kind of Magic was written for the Highlander movie, as many of you will know, and actually finishes off the movie. The, the, the 
a kind of magic song comes on at the end as a titles role. And it's a different version, completely different version um, from the version that event appeared on Kind of Magic. Better yeah, version. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I'm glad we're all in agreement with that because it's infinitely better. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go on the record and say Freddie ruined this song. Freddie yeah. ruined this mm-hmm. song. Not because he sung it poorly, he sung it great. But he rearranged, you know, Roger was on holiday and he took it and turned it into that do 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 yeah. do the vibe and just dance. destroyed it. Took took all the, the, the soul out of the song. Yeah. And and so to, for me a kind of magic is aye, okay, it's a if I hadn't heard the, the one in Highlander, maybe I would be a bit more kind to it and maybe be saying, Okay, it's just a mm. throwaway pop song. But because I know that version exists, I feel like it's a bit of sabotage. I don't mean I sabotage in, in a negative sense. I mean, I think Freddie thought he was doing the best for the song. Clearly, Roger yeah. agreed, or he would have resisted. Um, but you know, the <clears> this, the the the, the, the version in the movie so far so much better. So well, so yeah. it's, it's it's more feeling, just heart, I feel, just yeah. more vibe. Whereas, whereas the the one in the album that is just yeah. here and just loop a beat here and loop a, loop a baseline. You know, it's just mm. it's just it died. It totally. It, it, Freddie ruined it, and and all the the harmony harmonies they put in it as well ruin it as well. Uh, they're just they're horrible sounding. Don't you sound that particularly good? I don't think this is a great song. Um, even the even the I find the 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 lick that Brian does quite nauseating as well. I hate that. I hate that. Fucking, it's just. I hate, just, yeah, I hate the sound of it. I don't like that. Uh, although to be fair, the solo is pretty cool. The solo is good. I. The solo is good. Runs the runs in it a bit. But I mean, it doesn't. That was just mere incidental guitar licks than an actual solo. I can't think of a solo on this song. Is there a solo? Nah, no, 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 as such. Well, I know I like. I hears a solo, but aye, but there's guitar runs. Aye. Ah, uh, I suppose there is a wee bit there. There is. Ah, yeah. Harmonised part. It's kind of short wee bits, but I suppose it is. But but no, I mean, I can't. I've really not got much to say. Nah, it's. It's, it's another Freddie, Freddie, single that I could take a leave, you know. Definitely, oh, it's, 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 it's been it's pure. Let's let's create a hit single here to me. Oh, it's contrived. It sounds contrived. Yeah. And uh, and sorry, David. Carry on, carry on, Joe. No, and uh, um, you know, in the works uh, podcast, we were talking about um, keep passing the open windows. We thought it sounded like breakthrough. Uh, it isn't it? Sounds like this. It's the exact it's same. It, no, no, it's actually it's the exact same baseline. Dun 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 dun. It's it, it is. It's the same baseline, man. Like not through the whole song, but it's got an uh, element, a part of. It, I, 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 I can just hear the two, like one or the other, <laughs> yeah. on my head, yeah. kind of thing. But it's uh, this. It's this one. It's the same as keep yeah. passing the open windows. I definitely. I agree, man. I don't. I don't. Could not give a shit if I ever heard this song again, man. Yeah. I'll tell you a quick story about this song. Um, when I was at school, I was in uh, first year of secondary school. And uh, the, an English, the English teacher decided that um, to split the split the class into the boys and girls, and the girls were to pick a track that had been recently, you know, in the charts, and the boys had to, to, to do the same and have a debate about which was the better song. So, <laughs> the girls picked "Papa Don't Preach" by Madonna. Better song, uh, man. And the boys picked this song because there was two or three Queen fans. You know, and and I think even at the time we agreed it wasn't the best Queen song, but it was still, it was still a Queen song. <laughs> so we had to go up and ex- <laughs> explain what the lyrics meant, and none of none of us had seen Highlander at the time. 
So we're, we're trying to talk about something that we've never <laughs> seen. And, you know, about, oh, it's, it's about uh, magic and, you know, the stuff in your mind and the bells and fucking... And the girls got up and go, well, this song's about, you know, a young girl who gets pregnant and wants to keep her baby. It's got a total meaning. So imagine who won that debate, you know. It's just, it's just something <laughs> that came out of my head there. That was just like, you know. One to Madonna, <laughs> zero to Queen. Yeah, exactly, you know. Uh, maybe if we, maybe I don't think it would have been any, any difference if we'd seen Highlander at the time, you know. Yeah. I've always, you know, these, it's about guys that ch- chop each other's heads off. Your folks are letting you watch that, so um, it's just a wee aside. As, as I say, this song, you know, it's not terrible for me. It's not, it's not terrible, it's not even necessarily yeah. bad. It's just, <laughs> it's just. I think Joe can I say this? It does seem contrived, especially when you know what the song was before. It seems like, oh, this isn't a hit single. I'm going to turn that into a hit single. Yeah, aye, totally. You know, I mean, so see, I'll, I'll say what I'll say one thing for it, man. Again, I think Freddie's vocals are excellent. Ah, they are. You know, the performance yeah. is brilliant, but songs just, I, I, I could, I, I, I just don't have any feelings for it. It's, it's just like I'm devoid of any sort of uh, bringing up any sort of emotion in me other than skip yeah um so yeah so that's a kind of magic ladies and gentlemen (laughs) i'm shortened to the point um so we have three tracks left let's let's move on let's move to uh, another one um let's go with let's go with who wants to live forever we need to move to that one now Uh, you know i think one of the absolute beasts on this album would you agree um, 100%. Yep. Uh, Paul, do you want to start us off with this one? Uh, just one of the greatest things Queen ever did, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, just an absolutely stunningly beautiful track. Um, made all the better the, the fact that it's you know got an orchestra behind it. Um, I think this would have been ruined if they'd have used you know, DX7s or whatever on it. Um, just an absolute beautiful love song um one of a handful of songs that every time i hear it uh, i well up you know there's this song there's maybe sugar mice by marillion love rain <laughs> or me by the who um it's another one um you know a, a lot of songs make me cry but the, the, the those particular songs and including this one just make me cry every time i hear it you know just beautiful and you know, in the context of the movie as well, just weeping openly, you know, just brilliant, brilliant song. I this, I would, I, I, this is the best song in this album for me, man. Queen seem to have that knack of having that one song that kind of out, outdoes everything else on the record. Yep. And this is it. This is e- easily top five, my favourite Queen songs. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Again, for for all the same reasons as Paul, you know, it's like it it, it just it just connects, man, like it, to your heart, you know what I mean? And and it's in no way sappy. It's it's not a sappy yeah. song at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think you know, I think Brian, I think Brian's is a better lyricist than Freddie. Um, mm-hmm. he seems to be able to write when when Brian writes us like a you know like a, a slower song or a ballad type song, he seems to have a less cheesy angle on it than Freddie. Freddie sometimes is a wee bit too sappy and too lovey dovey and you know like, you know, not all the time, but certainly on, on a handful of tracks it's just maybe a wee bit too much. 
But Brian seems to have that sort of, it's almost like a darker edge to, to his kind of more yeah. somber songs. But this, this to me is the perfect ballad. I, I don't see how this could ever be improved upon, man. Like, it's just, like I said, it's another one of those songs. It's just like, how did somebody write this? It's like, you know what I mean? And the, o- the only negative thing I've got to say about this, and that I take a stab in the dark that you guys will agree, is Freddie should have, should have used the version with Freddie sang the whole song. Yeah. That's the only criticism I have about the, this, mm. the, the, the album version. No. Oh, I wouldn't agree. Disagree, Paul. Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I like the I like the contrast. I like the fact that Brian. I like the contrast. I like no. Oh. Listen, I, I agree. I like the. I, it's not that I think Brian May sings it badly because he's doing the understated thing and yeah, it yeah. sounds good. I just when the art bit in the film when it's Freddie's just singing that bit. That's just it's just so much. Ah, but I, but again, yeah. I do get. I do. Yeah. Get, yeah. I, I mean, I, yeah. I'm not saying it's not great. I'm just Aye. saying that I, I I prefer the kind of. Yeah, I know. At all. I know what I you're like, saying. I know what you're I like saying. The fact yeah, yeah. That Brian, Brian almost introduces Freddie. Aye, aye, totally. Aye, it works. It still works. In, know, a bigger impact, like, I suppose. Aye. Yeah, yeah, it's aye. like the, the power is building. Like, yeah. like any, any classic kind of rock ballad or whatever. Not, not I'm saying this is a rock ballad, but you know what I mean. It, yeah, it's a building thing to a massive crescendo. For, for me, for me, um, the, the, oh so, sorry, carry on. No, so uh, as I say, just Brian, Brian introducing this. You know, Aye, the, the, that makes sense. The subject that you know what 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 we're going to be singing about, kind of thing. I, I think, get uh, I, 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 I just adds a, a, another dynamic to it. Um, yeah, because if it was just Freddie all the way through, then you know it, it's still going to be amazing. But I I, I do on it. I honestly do like. Yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm not just trying to be contrarian anyway. No, no, um, that's cool, man. Not totally. Um, um, and you know, and, and obviously the bit in the middle when Brian comes back in as well, and, and then Freddie's kind of the counterpart thing, just brilliant. The 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 one of the bits that that you know people would probably think it would be the who wants to live forever, but they would get them all TDI. That's no the bit the bit that gets me is the the bit where where Freddie sings the bit just before the guitar solo. Um, when love must it, die. Aye, man. See that uh, bit. The ultimate vocalist, man. Uh, like I say, it doesn't even seem like it's conceivable for it for, to have that that range and that amount of feeling aye. behind what he's singing. And it's like even even Brian's guitar solo, which great. is a, it's a very very simple thing. Delicate. Even I, even I can play it right, but it it's just like everything is done with such economy because. It's the sum of its parts. It's like mm. there's there, there's nothing there's there's not one thing in a song that's huge or you know it all just links together the same yeah, way. Everything just, nice. everything just links together and under pressure, for instance, or Bohemian mm. Rhapsody, whatever you know. Mm. And, it, and it's just it's as if so, it's something that's just it, it exists in the universe and it's just been put together somehow. Do you not know, think as well Queen have got, this is a really morbid thing to say, right? But you know, think Queen have got like, the best funeral songs as well? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, 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 you've got this, you've got Save Me uh, as could be another funeral song. No, um, no, but I think, David, what are you think, mate? Um, it's, it's, a, it's fantastic. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great track. Um, just. 
Ah, it's one yeah, of it's, it's one of the ones you just never, you know, you you don't get tired tired of hearing it. You know, when it comes on, you you're, you're looking forward to hearing it and you will listen to it from start to finish. It's <laughs> not one of those ones. You, yeah. it's, it's almost like not one of the ones you can, you know, when you put an album on in the background. Sometimes songs will go on and they're in the background. You're aware of them, but yeah. you're not aware of them. Kind of thing. I'd be a walk into a, the room to hear that one. Uh, this yeah, is yeah, a story you're yeah. fucking doing. Song, you know, and listen, it, you know, I, 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 it's very rare that I. You know, I, this has probably happened, but I, I, I would probably, <laughs> if this was on in a room and there was other people there, I, I would have Leaf. to do that. Do that kind of, <laughs> ah, yeah. You know, cover my eyes ah, thing because I, ah, I would cry, man. It's just ah, um, um, the point I was going to make is uh, <laughs> this is this is one of these songs, and and I think it's because Freddie's voice, you know, just uh, evokes that. But the, but as Joe pointed to the lyrics as well. Um, and the song is part of that as well because if he'd been singing some more literal lyrics or or you know, just something kind of obvious, you'd probably still get the hairs in the back of the neck. Maybe I'll, you know, maybe you would well up slightly. Brian's words are excellent. Brian's I think it's the words and, and and the way Freddie delivers them. It, no, it's definitely one of these songs um, that. It's just you, you need to listen to it. You, 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 it can't play in the background. Aye, you know, there's no way. All, you're, yeah. There's no way you're not going to give this. Yeah. this it's demanding. It's a demand. Yeah, it's a demanding so, song, man. Do you know what I mean? And, 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 and it's yeah. amazing to have this, this, this in an album that for me is is emotionless in a lot of ways, man. Yeah. For me, I you almost took the words out of my mouth there, Joe. Um, so it's. Again, probably when we actually look back at all the tracks after we're finished talking about them, there's probably more good than bad on this album, in fairness. But, um, but the you know, Who Wants to Love Forever is just as it's just it's, it kind of stands on its own. It's the best song on the album, I agree. Different with. class, man. Oh, yeah, both yeah. of you, Easily. and I don't know where it, I don't know where it would sit. I'd not consider that top ten, top twenty Queen tracks or whatever. But um, it's get it's definitely going to be high. There's no doubt about it. Would this song have been written had? Highlander not being probably not because Brian did say he saw that scene of Heather in mm. the Highlands, you know, the rushes that they saw, and if and they wrote the song around that. So, um, so uh, you know, one reason to love Highlander <laughs> is, is that it gave us this song, you know. Um, yeah. and I think with Michael Kamen already doing the score, it was also a, a, all right, get Michael Kamen to do orchestration on it, and it's been a kind of marriage of that. So, I wonder, you know, if, if, if the circumstances have been different. Uh, you know, they might have not got an orchestra in and it might have been poorer as a result. Oh, it definitely, called, definitely would have been, man. You know, the yeah. song would have been written at the same time, so I don't know really where I'm going with that one. But um, but anyway, up, absolutely highlight the album for us um, on this one. So two tracks left to talk about, um, I think, two. Yes, it is two. Um, <laughs> Friends Will Be Friends is another attempt at this anthemic kind of we are the world nonsense. It's... It's awful. It's an awful track. And, and the right. video added in with that track when they were swaying oh, from side to side. Horrible, man. Horrible. Uh, but it's another, these are another one of these tracks that um, if, if somebody hated Queen, they could easily point to this song. Oh, and especially if the video's playing at the same time. Oh, terrible, that's, man. That's, a, that's your favourite band. I'm ashamed to be a Queen fan when I watch that, man. For a brief I, moment, for that three and a half minutes or four minutes, it's, it's saccharine nonsense and it's anything good I can say about this song right okay there is one good one positive thing I, I suppose I could say about this song is it's a skipper for me all the time always Aye, a skipper I never 100%, 100%. I but there was a I think it was absolute 90s was on in the car you know digital radio station 
and um, this song came on, which it was an odd choice for a, 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 you know, a radio station to choose this mm-hmm. as a, the Queen song to play. But I hadn't heard because I always skip it. I hadn't heard it for a while, and I was listening to Freddie's voice and he, the way he sang it, and I was like, oh, "His voice is good. He's a bastard." Because even <laughs> the songs you hate, he still sounds great, you know. <laughs> but that was the only thing I could give it. Freddie sings it well, very well, mm-hmm. and that's it. But it's, Freddie it's, could sing the back of the contents of a shampoo bottle. And I'd listen, and, you yeah, know, and it was sound good. It doesn't, that they, aye, it doesn't mean that the I doesn't mean that it would be interesting. But um, no, this song's ugh, I, I can't add any more to it. Can I? Um, can I? Can jump I? Jump in. in this, this <laughs> Go for it, Joe. Right, right, right. right, I've wrote here horrible shite, horrible sappy shite. Like right, we've already <laughs> covered that. And another thing as well, man. See the opening. I've wrote here. It sounds like it sounds like EastEnders or some Brookside or some. You can just imagine as as the cameras coming down over this really horrible council estate. (laughs) And even show would be called friends. Will be friends, you know. Or he's like about the title. About Somewhere north, North like, Island, Manchester, Liverpool, or, or, or Manchester, or something. Aye, aye. Aye. It's like uh, Freddie and John are trying to imagine what ordinary people do, and you know <laughs> what their what their lives are like. Ah, yeah, I don't you know, mean. it's like yeah, oh, they love odd. each other. You do feel billions in the bank. I'm pretty sure, but they, they, <laughs> they get bills through the post and they're in red because they can't, they can't they need money and they can't pay their bills. And I'll tell you just like go. Listen, millionaire rock stars, go Shut and up. fuck yourselves. You know, that's it. As as David says, you know that for people that hate Queen, this this is a you know the, the, uh, this, a massive this is this is one of the exhibits. You know, Do you know something. Uh, I, 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 and, and let's face it, there, there's going to be a few. <laughs> I will. I will say something though. Actually, now you know we were talking about paying so close to pleasures. I actually might hate this more. I, I know why you'd I, I say just, that because it seems like it's more an attempt contrived. to contrive, you know, uh, rather than being so close to pleasure. So it's a novelty it's, song, sort of. For that, for that reason, it could be more offensive. Uh, I know what you mean. Uh, no, you know what? They're, they're both equally. Argue with you on that. And both, both, both songs were you know written by John and Freddie, which makes me think John and Freddie should just stop collaborating, man. Because uh, these two songs are tragic, man. Do you know what I mean? Uh, some of the, yeah, some of the, these these two songs are worse than anything on Hot Space. I'd rather listen to Body Language. Yeah. And then anything I'd rather say, back chat, cool cat, any of that shit. Dancer. Aye, all of it, man, because it's way better than any of these two. I agree with you, Joe. Right, so I thought, you know, we we always try and finish in a positive. All right, the last track on the album, um, and to finish off the the analysis of a kind of magic, is Princes of the Universe. And another Highlander track, it does open the the movie um, up, a different version. From the one that finally found its way out of kind of magic, um, Freddy track. Uh, very interesting because it's a it's a Freddy track and it's a rock slash metal track. You know, it's a mm-hmm. it's a yep. it's a yep. hard rocker. So it's very very interesting that Freddy would go down this route for, for a track. So kind of refreshing at this point. And absolutely, uh, you know, given, yeah. given 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 the album we're talking about as well. Paul, you start us off with this one, then we'll let Joe come in after that. Well, you know, Freddy certainly redeems himself in this one. Um, it's uh, it's maybe not as frenetic as Gimme the Prize in terms of his vocal delivery, but it's still top notch, man. Um, this is a this is a great song. Um, 
and you know, I, 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 I try to think about this album in, in terms of what you know, trying to trying to think about what what I actually think about this album, and it's it's just like it's a, hard. It's hard to find uh, that yeah, opinion because it's, there's, there's so there's it's hard, a fucking there's mess. Some really big highlights. There's some really yeah. big highlights as well. Yeah. Man. Some um, of the, the highest highs and the lowest lows, man. Yeah, and I, th- no, I think good. I think I'm maybe it's even more uh, it's more even more of a mess than Hot Space actually. Aye, because at least Hot Space is kind of even keel of rubbish. <laughs> yeah. You know but what I, I mean? It's just Whereas, a, it's it's more it's uh, more uh, inconsistent in terms is, of its quality. I, I, I but, agree. We're going from zero to. The best, and then uh, back yeah, back yeah, down to yeah. twenty, and then you know up and down, and where there's hot space, it was like kind of through the middle, and then you you know you get um, under pressure or whatever. Um, oh, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I probably it's a it's a brilliant heavy metal song, and uh, uh, Freddie, you know, and that and that surprising way that again I I'll mention the band that always mentioned the Beatles. Um, in the Beatles, John Lennon was attributed with the, the kind of harder edge tracks, and McCartney was the, the ballad guy. But Paul McCartney wrote Helter Skelter. Uh, ah, that's true. Aye. The fucking heaviest thing that the Beatles, the Beatles ever did. Yeah. And one of the heaviest things of the 60s, you know. Of that time. Um, yeah, probably, yeah. Probably, and, probably was, aye. And, and, you know, as cited as a precursor for the, you know, heavy metal and all that kind of stuff. Um, so uh, you know, in, in a similar kind of way between you know Brian's the, the heavy metal guy supposedly, and Roger to a lesser extent, um, and Freddie comes up with us, mm. um, and very refreshing, you know, when his output on this, you know, in terms of his songwriting has been pretty, pretty patchy to say the least. Aye, aye, yeah, aye. no, yeah, um, being polite, yeah, so songwriting. Vocal delivery, oh, top, top notch, top notch. Apart from uh, pain, as we mentioned, which yeah. is his worst. So, you know, when yeah. I'm talk- talking about an inconsistent album, it's an album the, of extremes, man. Yeah, it's an album of so, extremes. some of the greatest things he's ever, you know, his vocal delivery. Some of the greatest vocal deliveries he's ever given, and then and the, and the worst, the absolute worst. You know, um, yeah, great, great track. Um, you know. P- p- a fairly straight kind of song. It's not. There's nothing particularly. Certainly more to it than say, "Give me the prize." I think. Oh, you know, yeah. You know, yeah. structure-wise and, and dynamically, yeah. it's there's there's more going on. Um, certainly in this song. Um, but sorry, Paul. Just yeah. Uh, more, Bri- but... Bri- Brian's the Brian's off the chain here as well. You know, um, as he as he has been doing on this album. You know, when he's allowed to. You know. This song's a powerhouse, isn't it? It's like, yeah. it's, uh, in a kind of way, uh, that, that, like, like you were saying, man, this, this album is so lopsided, it's unbelievable. And mm-hmm. it's, it is by far the most lopsided Queen record for me, man, because, you know, for all the reasons that you mentioned, you know, it's like, it's got some of the best vocals Freddie ever did, it's got the worst vocals, in my opinion, that Freddie ever did, it's got some of the best songs that they ever did, it's got the two two of the worst songs, in my opinion, that they ever did. <laughs> so I mean, it's just yeah, like, it's, 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 like an album, it's, 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 it's an album that just like keeps just like bringing you up and dropping you for a great height and bringing you up and dropping you for a great height. <laughs> yeah. So it's like a roller coaster. Uh, aye, totally. But um, but Prince's Universe, man. I mean, I think it's cool because you were speaking about Freddie not being, you know, the heavy metal guy, and you know, typically, 
and it's cool at the fact that you know especially especially Brian May's 80s um, rock output if you like kind of there's a lot less metal and more kind of almost kind of like like heavy rock kind of vibes yeah. you know he had more mm-hmm. of these metal, metal sound and stuff was in the 70s you know where like yeah. it's going cold crazy and stuff like that it sounded like more metal playing mm-hmm. it's weird that when Freddie tackled the, the, the metal genre by this song it sounds more metal than Brian May <laughs> than Brian May sounded you know, in the past, like, like, uh, you know, maybe six oh, or seven years, you know, know what I mean? I, I, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. more, it's more metal than, than yeah. Brian May, other than giving the prize. But as well, you know, Freddie, you were saying there's not a lot to it. I, I kind of disagree with that because the structure's all over the place in this song. I and think it, so as well. And, it, and it's, um, it's cool because Fred, when you take Freddie's, that sort of frenetic structure that Freddie was known for more in the seventies, you know, like almost, you know, like the Millionaire's Waltz stuff like that was all over the place. When you put that on a heavy guitar, it's got no blues based elements to it. It's, it's, just, it's almost like, you know, heavy metal, a lot of people say heavy metal is more in the lines of classical music and the way it's structured. Well, Freddie writes classical um, passages all over Queen seventies stuff. That was his thing. So when Freddie, writes a metal song it sounds like a metal song it doesn't sound in any ways blues or rock based it sounds like do you know what I mean yeah. uh, I don't know if you agree with that that's just my take I, on it no it's just um, you know there's not, there's, not, there's not a hint of blues rock in here anywhere in this song you know and um, I think Brian May's evil in this song yeah. man you know like it's just it's the guys I mean that, they've, they've given them the greatest guitar player in the world like now yeah I mean should have I but I mean he was to at the height fair, of his power, his uh, powers back then, I think. But to, the be fair, but to be fair, he wasn't, on a lot of the 80s material, he wasn't given time. You know, if, it, if Queen were more of a straight-up, like an Aerosmith or something, where, you know, he was playing heavy guitar on all songs, he would have probably yeah. rec- recognised quicker. Yeah. Or not recognised quicker, but, but because, you know, certainly the 70s output, you know, you can look at that and say, well, why wasn't the guy mentioned the 70s? Because he's all over every song, pretty much, you know, doing all sorts of weird innovative shit but in the 80s I can kind of see why he would maybe overlook because at that point you had guys like Steve Vai but I just don't that doesn't really do much for me that type of playing but that was very much the 80s was very much a you know you like a probably you guys like you know you your Steve Vai's your Joe Satriani's all these guys all, all coming out and they, they guys were just doing crazy shit you know that on the surface would seem more impressive than stuff that Brian May was doing in the 80s but uh, I kind of lost my train of thought here completely. But <laughs> uh, I don't even know what the fuck I was talking about. But uh, the guitar, the guitar playing, I it is, is some of the great, greatest uh, playing, especially metal. He, he really gets metal on in this record, man, as opposed uh, to the, the hard rock yeah. sound. Definitely, man. Yeah, yeah. And as I said at the start, um, it's, it's a shame. Maybe he should have got a band together. You know, just a, a side project. You know, got got. Aye, a, aye. Got a metal if, singer. If it'd, got right, a, if it'd been the right yeah. members, I definitely been worth worthwhile yeah. hearing. Um, and and even the even the bit in the middle, you know, when they when Rogers doing the the stairs, dead, 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 brilliant man. You know, fucking evil bits are brilliant. Um, uh, it's it's it just it just. It, do you know? Do you know when you get these? I, I think it might it might be something in what Joe's saying, and maybe that's what it is. You know, when you get these kind of big eighties rock songs, <clears throat> and they kind of follow the same predictable kind of pattern, and they kind of sound the kind of same. That well, this is a big massive eighties rock track, and it sounds f- cool like any of these. He's yeah, been away from metal since. He's been away from metal since Queen Two. 
you know, uh, at this point, you know, 1974 mm. was the last time he touched anything remotely metal sounding. You know, Ogre Bar. That's, that's true, actually, man. Aye. You know, aye, so totally, he's, he, this is 12 years later, you know, maybe 11 years later, because he probably wrote in 1985, I don't know. But um, so I think I think maybe almost that kind of way. We, we, you know, we talked about in one of the podcasts where some musician, musicians that don't have the instrument they're playing as their prime instrument so then maybe i can play a bit of piano so i'm going to try this sometimes you get the most interesting stuff out of that because i think about it too much uh, yeah yeah yep. their hands go in the places where normal pianists wouldn't go or yeah yep. piano or whatever so there may be a bit of this because he's been out of practice for for so many years he's, he's just writing you know and, and and that's why it doesn't sound like something that's that's aye, totally. that's, that's kind of what i was trying to i you've aye, nailed aye, it aye, aye. It's, 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 it, so many big fuck. I mean, name big massive rock tracks in the mid eighties. Crazy nights, big kiss. Same tired kind of big anthemic rock push. Aye, it's you know, aye. first chorus, first is, chorus, and shit like this that. This is this is an intelligent, you know, an aye. intelligent take on on a a, a a big rock track and a big metal track. Aye, um, totally. It's it's just I, I'm so glad this is on this album, and I'm so um, because it's again, I mean that. We'll, we'll sum things up obviously before we finish but this is obviously one of the best song, songs in the album without a doubt Same and the videos we need to talk about the video the video's <laughs> nah, you know I, I love that when when Connor comes on the stage and Freddie just turns up for his mic and just gives him that duck and look nah, it's just like and that video far for you know Queen fans will know was so unavailable for so many years um, you couldn't yeah. get because it was an, an American single and it wasn't a you know but you know you they didn't have YouTube at the time yeah YouTube them. no so it's just about where where he's like uh, bring on the girls and then he goes come on come on come on aye the better uh, he's, he's got 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 Come on, come on, come on, move. That's right, I totally aye. aye. He's using aye, bits of the dialogue, aye. 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 Only he's saying that. it rather than yeah. stealing the dialogue directly from yeah. the film, aye. It's it's kinda of, I think it's 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 almost like you know it's not a big stretch to say it's like the sibling of uh Give me the prize. Oh, aye, they're they're, they're, oh, to me, they're together, mean, together, together, aye, they're together. Even aye. the even the drum beat de, de, de. It's kind of, you know, it's, it's the same drumbeat as well. And so I don't know if there was a kind of deliberate kind of callback, or it was just that Queen don't know what heavy metal sounds like anymore, so we just go, you know. I don't um, know, man. It sounds like they fucking know what heavy metal sounds like. No, I know. That was just a throwaway. The main riff, they were going for a a, a drone, a kind of bagpipey drone. No, no, no. Ah, could have been. Uh, could have been. No. Uh, yeah. I mean, it'd be nice. You know, it just kind of goes right through it. Yeah. Um, maybe not, but there's the, the, you're right. You're probably right because it's got that. Yeah. Yeah. Part, you know. So that's kind of droney as well. You know what I mean? Smart. Again, Queen taking a, a sort of, um, maybe a visual and then writing a song to the, you know, the visual. Obviously, they're doing that because it's a film and they're watching a film. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but, but actually... success successful at it. Aye, aye, aye. Aye, aye, totally. yeah. aye, 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 definitely, Christ. Aye. Okay, right, well, that is that is a kind of magic. I think um, if you, you know, you've been following us up to this point with all the podcasts, I think you'll probably hear, you know, there's been a... You, Maybe the last two or three have been quite interesting for, for a lot of different reasons. Um, I have actually really enjoyed, yeah. enjoyed the last... Aye, because yeah. aye, I think we're, we're heading into territory that's that's uh, very mixed for us, you know, and then I think when we hit the next album, which is The Miracle, and again, we're, we've been... 
there's been the dark, so much in the darkest timeline. Aye, uh, well, there's been so much innuendo, um, and that pun is completely intended um, <laughs> about about the miracle. So, um, aye, so aye, so stick stick with us, obviously, and if, if, if you can put up with our morning. Because <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna ramp up in the next one. I, I can assure you, but it'll be constructive morning. You know, remember the last one we I did the the thing that I, I, I stole off the wire podcast. I think we can all agree it was Brian made it one. Brian, 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 Brian yeah, won yeah, this let, one. Let's yeah. not discuss any further. Although Freddie knocks out the park with Prince's Universe. Brian May wins it. Ah, but Brian May's guitar playing on Prince's Universe is insane, and I'm pretty sure yeah, Freddie didn't Brian. write those those you know lead parts. You know what I mean? So Aye, that's it. But um, but in saying that, you know, when you, when you think about that way, you know, but what about Freddie's vocals on giving a prize then? And that's a whole new discussion. Let's He's got the award, man. Right, I, I suppose we'll just wrap things up. Um, I think we all agree that we prefer the, to hear hear this as as the Highlander soundtrack. Aye, one hundred percent. Yeah, the orchestral instrumental, you know, so much classier, man. So much classier. Aye, and, and it'd have been good as, as Michael alluded to in the Flash podcast. It would have been cool if there was a proper collaboration between. Them. I know they did on Who Wants to Live Forever, but something where they both got. You know, yeah. what, what you know, eventually did with Orbital on Event Horizon, as we talked about. But yeah, it'd have been cool if the two of them worked together. You know, that would have been really, really smart. That would have been really smart. But nevertheless, it, it is what it is. And, um, it, it, you know, became the kind of magic album which we've discussed. Paul, sum the album up in a sentence. It's an uh, interesting mess. <laughs> That's my okay. Joe, anything, anything to, I would just sum this up. <sighs> Probably that the it, just that sigh. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's um, that. No, that's a miracle, surely. No, um, <laughs> a miracle won't even get a response. Um, <laughs> um, you just hear a toilet flushing. <laughs> I'll say. This is, I said it earlier, this is the most lopsided album I've ever heard because the highs are the highest and the lows are the lowest, man. And it is, you know, it's weird because you think you would try and focus more on the the positives because the positives are so strong, but snide stuff is utter snide and it it really does put a massive dent in this record and and it's criminal because... Great stuff's amazing on it, man, and it's just like and it's just it's just kicked clean in the balls by you know by some complete shiters. That's my. <laughs> that was de- that was definitely a collection of sentences. Well, aye, sorry, mate. Aye, aye. That was so crazy. <laughs> oh, all right, then. all right. Then. On the works, wheels are back in the tracks, yeah. and they're not completely off the tracks on this, but you're just thinking you can have built on the works. And you haven't mm. quite managed to do that. Yeah. So that is a kind of magic. We're going to wrap up there. We did talk about Highlander as well. So hopefully um, you get something out of your nonsense on Highlander. We're turning into film critics now. Um, but I stay tuned. Um, next up is The Miracle. And, uh, it's a Queen album. There are, there are good moments on this album, but there's some moments as, you know, we've discussed are not so good. So let's Let's... Let's, I'm sure you could probably guess already which ones were for figuring it out. But, um, yeah, okay. Well, thanks for listening, and uh, I will see you on the miracle if we if we must. So, if we have to.
All right. So take care, everybody, and uh, we'll see you then. Goodbye.